Give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast. They frighten. They're not being honest with themselves or the people around them. So listen, be a real nigga. Don't wait till tomorrow. Do it today. Thank you. <laughs> articulate though because it's like what is our why are we so fascinated like why are we so drawn to being everything but like African you get what I'm saying hold that thought oh Jesus yes sir yes sir you already know the vibes man what's happening welcome 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 I gotta start that welcome welcome I'm gonna get I'm gonna gonna come some new shit next week yeah right this week 
Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the Untitled Podcast, man. Your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, aka the greatest show on earth, man. I am your host, Boo. You know the vibes, you know the voice, man. You already know. Got my guy with me, GTO Jonesy. Hello, hello, the hello. Only. Welcome to be here. King of the cool kids. Glad to be here. Prince of uh the Prince of um you Gotta stop. Ooh, <laughs> I about to ooh, I, never mind. Um I ain't gonna tell you you're the Prince of also the Milwaukee Miracle, if you didn't know, tip me knew that. Period. Milwaukee Miracle. Daytime. Yes, sir. It's coach. You got Come nothing. On, Hashtag. Come on. You it's a real hey, man. Thing. God, you know. We need you some Thank God for paid. being here. Thank God for having y'all for another day. Welcome to the title. You don't feel like you a miracle? No. We just we're You feel like you a miracle? All them little autumn boys swimming around your pops nutsack. You made it out. You ain't a miracle? So God this, chose I don't know, you. This is this inspirational speech what you're doing here? What I was asking this? the question. I think he kind of set the tone with the welcome. Yeah, welcome, it's, a, welcome. it's a pep talk for you, my boy. Uh, I want you to understand that you, sir, are uh, a miracle. Oh, God okay. put you here for a reason, oh, brother. That was the altar call. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we had the altar for a reason. I want you to be inspired. I need you inspired and excited, Jonesy. You know what? So are you a miracle, Jonesy? Hey man, it's a lot yes of, I am. Hey, Come on, yes man. I am. Hey man, hit the applause for the little TJ uh, you know Jakes thing you just did. Hey man, I ain't gonna do that. You glory to God, yeah. glory be. So we'll, we'll get back to you. We gonna get back. To Look you. at this man here. You gonna believe in yourself? There you man. go. You gonna mm. believe in you? Yeah, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the little brother got goddamn big that? brother on. Pipe him on up just a little bit. You feel me? Y'all Turn see it what up, I go yeah. through? Yeah. Y'all see what I go through? Yeah, man. Blessings <laughs> on top of it. I feel like you a miracle, and you're from Milwaukee. Therefore, you there are. There we go. You are the Milwaukee miracle. <laughs> Hardest thing since Giannis ever come out of Milwaukee. And that's also, that's on a big fat period. You hear me? Beat down. So, oh, man. Also, man, this is a very very special episode, man. Um, so, got my big sister in the building. Um, the doctor, the doctor, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, in the building. Um, damn, viral legend, yes. <laughs> just, a, just a little bit. She the viral friend, you the viral. Friend. I am the viral friend, the viral, the viral friend, friend. Effort, effortlessly viral, effortlessly viral. Because some folks be shooting for that viral, shit. you know, you can, you can see it in they be kind of be a little thirsty, yeah, be, you can see it in the tweets, man. Thermos, if you, will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so um. Yeah, man, I got my uh, got my dog, Big Tip, little round of applause. Welcome, Tip. Sir, the, the, the legend herself. Happy to have you. Glad yeah, to be here. Appreciate you for being amongst here. the real. Yeah, appreciate y'all. Come on, y'all. Come, on. You. No, <laughs> come on. It's all the way opposite side, opposite yeah. this way. Yo, Tip got one of the most legendary quotes to be on this podcast. Okay, like she said that shit. I got so many texts after. Okay, Tip said. Be a real nigga. Mm-hmm. Start the day. Don't wait till tomorrow. Do it oh. today. Do it now. Do it today. Do it now. Don't don't wait. Oh. Don't delay this. Don't dilly dally. <laughs> Be don't a real nigga. Don't, don't push Don't lollygag. Don't lollygag. You feel me? Don't none of that. Do it today. today. Right now. In this moment. Don't you take another step or another breath before you become a real nigga, man. Cut that corny shit out. Even if you That's did like hard. some flaw shit, I, I turn it that. around. Yeah, I, I today. Get that. But I think niggas will do that, but then they'll probably resort probably back. Right, because it's, it's, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. We're, 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 get we, we've always said, like, baby steps. Being solid, you know, not for real, like, yeah, small baby steps. Because we've always said being solid is probably the hardest thing to do 
in a world full of fuck shit. It yeah. is. Because like, you, tend, you tend to do it's, things. It's so easy to do fuck shit. And get pulled in and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I easy, agree. It's and easily thing. influenced and people like sometimes me, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Kind of like this chameleon thing going on. Like, I do what I want to do. It depends on the group I'm around. I might oh. be a real nigga today. I might be a fuck nigga tomorrow. Depending on who I'm with. Cold mm. switching. You Very good. <laughs> I like what you did there. That's, you know that's it. That's exactly what the hell going on. You're you're definitely cold switching. You know what I'm saying? Niggas had cold switching. With this group, I'm this. With that group, I'm I can't keep up. I've always said, bro, like, I, you never going to catch me lying because I just, I, my memory ain't that good. There was a time when I was joking, I used to like a motherfucker. Yeah, but that's, that's exhausting. Yeah, no, oh my God. Because see, once you tell one lie, you got to tell another one. To cover that lie. Now, now you keep on lying. Now, you can't even ask for forgiveness because you don't ask for forgiveness for this lie, this side, this lie. You're going to get to the gate and she say you forgot about that one. Yeah. You'll send your ass downhill. So afraid, Chuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, champ. It's gone just like that. It's gonna be out of there, man. So, Tip, how you doing? How you feeling, man? How's everything? I'm good. I'm happy to be back in town. I'm chilling, working. Yeah. Enough money ain't never been enough money, so. No such thing. Running it up. No such thing. So, so we mentioned that you were a doctor. Let's get into this early. Um, so, what exactly? What what field are you in? Um, you gotta go too too deep in. You know, you could, Different folks be listening. Yeah, but uh, but kind of, kind of, yeah, yeah. So, so she feels <laughs> facts. Uh, so what field of expertise? What is your expert field of expertise? Um, so I have my doctorate in health science. Mm-hmm. Um, I work in pharmaceuticals, and I'm a medical scientist. So, the first we ever have on this podcast. No, I'm just me. No, I'm just me. It's dope. Yeah, we know a little bit. Cousinzi. Okay, you can say that. we plead the fifth, and we're going to move forward with that. No, I mean, like, I say, like, oh, okay. I say Benadryl. What you talking about? Talking okay, about very Benadryl. good. Benadryl. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Benadryl, Benadryl good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be quiet on that. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I incriminate myself. Yeah, man. So starting off, oh, we did last episode, we um we talked a little bit about takeoff um and, and, and the tragic uh, death of takeoff. Um, and in that episode, we the focus was really on what happened. Mm-hmm. Um. This time, I'd be remiss if we didn't necessarily talk about the um, the legacy of the Migos and exactly what they were, not only to our generation, but it's funny because you think about, we saw the Migos come up, right? Yeah. So we saw a bunch of groups, we saw Migos, we saw Travis Porter, we saw Rich Kids, we saw all these different groups come up. But the group but the, the group of kids and the, the generation that the Migos was all they knew, mm-hmm. it's different. You know what I mean? So I know for me, I remember the first time I heard them was in the club in Statesboro, all uh, of course. You know what I mean? And just kind of seeing how the crowd move. I always talk about how a lot of shit came through Statesboro. You know yeah. what I mean? Statesboro had a big, heavy influence from Atlanta. So a lot of shit I would hear come through Statesboro first before it got anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and just that impact, who they were, and obviously it ain't like they were MLK and nothing like that. But you know, just to see a group like that make it, you know what I mean, and almost, you know, can really say you were a part of it, right? Like we had, we played a role in that success, and we were blessed, you know, there are a lot of artists that are hot now that mm-hmm. we saw come up. So, upon first hearing about what happened with uh, with Takeoff, uh, what was your immediate reaction to it? It was, like, heartbreaking. Yeah. First of all, it kind of showed me that I need to stay the hell off of social media because I got up for, you know, getting ready for work and it was like six o'clock in the morning. It was the first thing that went across my Twitter timeline. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like, it fucked up my day Mm -hmm. really, because it's like, what? And I think we're just at this, this age where we kind of see 
like the reality of death. Yeah. We coming out of like adolescence and being young adults where you kind of wrap your mind around thinking like death is something that happens to old people. Mm-hmm. And now we're like 30, 40, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're in that, that age range where it's like people are really dying. Like you could be here today and gone today. Yeah. And it just, it, it fucked up my day. It really did. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because, you know, and I always say life, life is so fragile. But again, like you say, you don't really realize it. Until, because the kids, the only people we really saw die were old. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then when we kind of became teenagers, especially in Savannah, we saw friends pass, mm-hmm. you know, friends get killed. But for the most part, it was older people that we saw passing. You know, so just coming to grips with that, I, I think that with us in our generation, because and we talked about this on a prior episode, social media, the access that is grants is almost poisonous. Absolutely. Because we see so much that no other generation had to see. And, and damn near real time. Yeah, like you watch it happen. Yeah. like and, and that's a wild part. You know, I think about them finding out that Pac got killed, right? Mm-hmm. And you just heard it. Oh, damn, Pac got killed. Okay, yeah. Cool, that's fucked up. You know, everybody's sad, whatever. You had to kind of let visuals, all this. We hear that Nipsey gets killed. We hear Takeoff dies. We hear... Uh, Dolph gets killed, right? Mm-hmm. And it's followed by the actual video of them bleeding their out. Their lifeless bodies. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like you're seeing Rock. the PND. Like, you're seeing it. And it's so different than what other generations had to deal with. Um, so just in seeing it, how do you personally cope with that sort of act? Like, what, I know you say, you know, you got to stop, you know, getting on social media in the morning. But like, how do you deal with that? Because it's tough. It has a lot to do with the people I follow, too. Mm-hmm. I purposely follow people that are not on that type of wavelength. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see a dead, lifeless body, especially yeah. not a black man's body, a black woman's body. You know what I'm saying? Laid in the street or slain or anything like that. Yeah. And I think just having an understanding of what that does to, to your mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. this is somebody that you may listen to on a regular basis. Like, Dolph, when Dolph died, like, I was sick. Yeah. Like, I was sick because it's like you really go from being this person that people have idolized mm-hmm. and it's like now we have to memorialize you and it's like what the fuck is this about for real yeah so we see it in real time it's traumatizing and i think we're desensitized to it it's almost like an expectation like wild stuff start happening mm-hmm. weird motherfuckers start asking you send me the video let me see the video yeah. like what is wrong yeah, with y'all yeah, i don't like that yeah like What's where's the video they're searching the yeah and, and it's like you said i know for me i wasn't the biggest i don't want to say fan but i didn't listen to a lot of Dolph. Right. Um, I heard the hits, but I know for me where I can relate was with Nipsey. Mm-hmm. Right. Because of the people, the things people said about Dolph were things I said about Nipsey. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The memories are tied to, you know, I'm in the gym working out. I need motivation. Let me play some Dolph. You know, I, I need, you know, I'm on the way to work or I had a bad day at work or whatever. Right. And, and it's tied to let me get my mind right. Let me play some Dolph for motivation, whatever. It was saying, well, Nipsey, so when they pass, it's like, damn. Like, I'm never going to get that again. But it's like you said, the the weirdo part of it is, and I always say, like, I, I look on Facebook and something will be going on, and I'm so happy I never know what's going on. Oh, yeah. All that I see in the comments is send me the video, send me the video. I'm forever out the loop. Right, and I'm so, right, and I love, <laughs> love being out the loop. I love like, it. keep me out that shit. I yeah. don't ever want to see the video of whatever y'all looking at. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't ever want to be a part of that, and I'm proud of that. So, because again, like you said, it's tough. Like and those are moments that you'll never get back. Yeah. Like once you see it, you've seen it. Yeah. And you like, can't undo that. Yeah. Like I remember when they leaked the uh, the autopsy uh, picture of Kobe. Like and they talked about you know what happened and where 
And his picture just leaked. It's all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And I purposely made, like, I got all social media that day. And, like, I purposely made sure, like, I went and, like, muted mm-hmm. Kobe, all top. Like, I, I, all them work. I don't even want, I don't want to accidentally bump into the shit. Yeah. Because, people, like you said, people don't realize how weird, number one, that shit is. And, two, how weird that shit can make you. Yeah. Like, if you become desensitized to death. Like, Absolutely, and it's in like it's being pushed in the media like consistently. Mm-hmm. When TMZ released yeah. the story about when when Takeoff first died, yeah. they had like blurred photos of him like laying down in blood. Yeah, and it's like, what exactly is the point of that? You know, if you told us Takeoff died, it would be no. We don't have to see the photos. Mm-hmm. You know, like after factor. several accounts that his family, you get what I'm saying? After his family confirms that he's dead, I think that's what know? it is. But you know where a lot of this shit stems from? What's that? And when I, when I said y'all gonna be like, damn, I forgot. But a lot of this shit started from World Star. Yeah, that, absolutely. That, yeah, that's absolutely. And it was oh, almost we went yeah, from you, violence yeah. to death. Right, you know? right. It went it from like since the fight or, or you know you put your phone out. World Star, something happened. World Star, mm-hmm. like it initially started from that. People weren't doing that before. Yeah. You know what I mean? For the little World Star little shit, and then TMZ like now they paying people for shit. So it's not like. You might get a little five or, or six bands world, off some shit like that. Because like. World Star is paying for the videos. Right. If you had a video that got posted on right. World Star, they would paid. cut you a check. Right. You know what I mean? To send it. And then you made, they may send you four five $500. Come on now. And they post it, but they get so many clicks and they get these They just so many clicks. Right. They went. 500 wasn't shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, nah, you're absolutely right. All of that stemmed from that. That was the birth of it. Because I remember World Star. World Star I don't remember you being able to see videos of any of this shit. Fighting you people, know, none of that. Fights and all that. Like, we didn't see that shit. In high school, I could think of many times I've watched many asses get whooped. But the one yeah, if you missed it, you missed it. You yeah, had to be there. You, yeah, you had to be there. We'll tell you about it. But you had to be there to actually witness it. Now, immediately phones come out and it's recorded. And part of it is for that world star moment, that viral moment. Um, you know, I don't think people think get to record mm-hmm. it because they want... Um, to necessarily uh, get paid or compensated from it, but I do think like that becomes a thought. Like, oh shit, I got a video. Up. Absolutely, it becomes yes. I have something that other people are going to want. And for me, it's and maybe it's because of the time we grew up, but for me, that shit's just so fucking weird. It's lame. Like it's lame as hell. It's the craziest shit. I remember. Um, maybe it was the last week or the week before. Um, the whole incident that happened to Johnson. And I remember I just sent a text to somebody, yo, let me see, the, let me see, the, shoot me videos. And I get three videos back to back to back. Yeah. Immediately of what happened. And yeah. I'm like, one, that's wild. But I knew that person can get the videos. But two, I'm like, why are there, I mean, these are different angles. Different of the angles. same video. Absolutely. And I'm like, bro, like, why is this such a thing? You know what I mean? People don't understand how, like, it used to be, if you were caught recording shit, like, you a snitch. Yeah, and I think it's mm. kind of, we in this awkward space, though. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's like our parents grew up in the civil rights era, right? Mm-hmm. So they telling us all these stories about what racist white cops and all this, you know what I'm saying? All the stuff that was going down. We can only go by these stories, the right. stuff that they Facts. tell us. So I think it's, we, we're kind of in a space where it's like we have to record because we have this belief kind of like in this age group that if it ain't no picture, if it ain't no video, then it ain't happen. Mm-hmm. So, and then the other part is, Nigga, you got to draw the line somewhere. Like, nigga, have some cooth. Yeah, like, some, they dead. Yeah, some kind of decorum. Like, why are you recording this person? Just like you said, they're, they're lying in a pool of blood. This person has a family. Yeah. This person has kids, a wife, you know what I mean? Girlfriend, mother, you know what I mean? Parents, cousins, aunts, uncles. 
And think about it. We saw this early in the morning. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? You say you saw it six in the morning, first thing you see. So imagine the cousin who just woke up, you know, eight, nine, whatever. And that's, hold on, who? And it's followed by a video of my cousin dead. Yeah. You know, in the street. Yeah. You know I mean? in the like street. my mama don't even know. Yeah, right. like nobody told her yet. You know what I mean? Crazy, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just tough. So the one thing that did bother me in that, though, was, and I tweeted about this, I just hated how it went from that to this immediate shift to black people always do that. That's my, I hate that line. Absolutely. So like, why is it that black folks do it? Sounds like, yo, everybody does that shit. Everybody does. It doesn't make it right. No, not at all. But why, when these circumstances and events happen, do we immediately take this as a time to talk down on other black folks? Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Like, everybody needs like everybody needs somebody to look down on. Yeah, and I never underestimate when a nigga gonna take an opportunity to look down on somebody else. No, that's fact. That's fact. But it, it, and the thing is, it's like I, I I try to view things in my older age. From come, come on, older age. From, come, know, come on, come on, come on. Talk to in, us. In, in talk to age, us, real. You know, Uncle Boo kind of makes this shit a little different, right? I try to view things from a lot of different perspectives. So I think about. Okay, we ask for X, Y, and Z as a people, mm-hmm. but how do we present ourselves to others, right? Like, what things are we doing to say, you know, what I mean, we deserve or we, you know, what I mean, no, I want this respect. You know, one thing that got pointed out um, with the whole Kyrie incident, right? Mm-hmm. Like, was how, well, damn, when they say shit about black folks, you know, um, no one cares. It is what it is, but he said something about, you know, Jewish people, and now you're losing money, you're losing, you know, kind of losing bank accounts and all kind of shit, right? I said, well, why is that? I said, well, the reason why is because they actually went against the shit. Like, he said something, and they immediately made moves to cancel that shit out. We'll let the shit ride. We're bumped for you. You know, we'll, we'll actually Absolutely. make it. You'll say some anti-black shit, and we'll twist it and say it's anti-black to not fuck with the person who said some shit. Absolutely. You know room, we, we leave too much room for grace sometimes. Exactly. Instead what, of just like... Leaving alone. We're the nicest fucking people in the right. world. And you, and you think even with our culture, right? We're so welcome. We're, we're so welcome. And everybody so coming to the fucking cookout. Yeah, everybody welcome at the cookout. And then you get mad when a little cashmere outside girl pops nah, up. Now it's raisins in the potato salad. Exactly. Like you get mad when it happens. But you did that. You welcome that. These other places aren't doing that. I get what you're saying. Kind of like... Tom Hill figured it back in the day. So I don't need black people to wear my stuff here to be marketable or for it to be We see it all famous. the time. We you know what I mean? We let him come right back. We First it's ghetto, yeah. then it's fashionable. <laughs> exactly. We right. see it from the Gucci's, the Versace. They say shit all the they, time. They say stuff about us. We don't want you watching in fashion where you don't see black models. You're not seeing any of this. That's telling you we don't want you in our shit and then we still go do it. Yeah, we keep right? buying our shit though. We see it, yeah, we still spend that money. You know, the black dollar, we spend trillions of dollars on this shit on a yearly basis that most of us ain't got. Sure. But you do it just to wear it because you put so much value behind it. And then you turn around and say, well, why don't y'all care when they say something negative about us? Like, y'all don't care about each other. And I think it goes, I think it goes a little bit further than how we treat each other. Mm-hmm. I think just as a collective, we have to recognize that white people don't care. White yeah. people don't care if we are in sweats, if we're in suits, because a nigga's going to be a nigga regardless. Yep. You could be in the field, you could be in the office, you could be pushing a broom. It doesn't matter. You're still it's a nigga. Bands, like yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I think that once we as a collective recognize that all we really have is us and we got to figure it out. But the only thing that happens is 
as, as some of us like go up that social ladder, some of us start to make a little bit more coin. We want to assimilate. Mm-hmm. I got to kind of look like you get what I'm saying. I yeah. kind of want to talk like I want to be like the people that are in these other spaces yeah. because why everybody needs somebody to look down on yeah. and whatever I'm a, whatever I got to do to separate myself from the rest of you niggas yeah. because I'm different. I'm, I'm going to do that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of people do that. And it's, it's almost like the further and further a lot of people go, they get this bootstrap mentality like i pull myself up from you get what i'm saying it's like we forget about the collective yeah Mm -hmm. because now i done bumped elbows with some of these white guys you get what i'm saying i'm in on the jokes i can laugh with them i no longer identify with you you west savannah niggas or you east Savannah. you get what i'm saying and it's like be for real yeah if you gonna be anything be fucking for real yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) um and the thing is is uh you know i remember i used to um i worked a job um where and i was the only black person with some sort of rank I guess you want to call it anything in that job and I always remember how black people who for lack of a better term spoke well be described right mm-hmm. and it always be he, he's just so polished you know what I mean he's <laughs> the he, you know what mean? yeah yeah the niggas and like well he talking like you talk mm-hmm. you feel like do you feel like you're polished no but this nigga, because he speaks a certain way, yeah. or he uses, you know, me a certain level of words, of vernaculars at a certain, or at a, you know, he says certain things, you know, what I mean, you feel like, oh, he's so polished, he's so well yeah. put together. That's why you I stopped code switching for real. Yeah, no, no, and honestly, the funny <laughs> thing is, is I did too. Like, I cut that shit out. Like, I cut. I honestly, I speak a certain way. I speak a certain way around black folks. Like I, I flipped the code switch. Now when I talk to black people, I talk a certain way. When I talk to white folks, I nah. Y'all get pure nigga out of me. You know what I mean? Like now see I keep it, you know what I mean? I'm not being just, you know, ignorant of my shit. But I don't do that on either side. You know what I mean? But I'm also not trying to hide or mask who I am. I ain't trying to hide an accent. I ain't you know what I mean? I'm not yeah, I ain't focusing on what I say and how I say it. You know, I'm just talking. Because what I realize is is in cold switch and people try to sound smart. But I realize I'm at my smartest when I'm just talking. Absolutely. And being my damn self. You know it's it's I mean? too much for me to think about to try to. Exactly. <laughs> so, you, so you're not even making the points you want to make because you're thinking about how did I say you, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm too worried yeah, about yeah, how I sound. Yeah, what what yeah. does that sound like? Does that, that sound hood? Like, yeah. That, that like I'm at work. Crazy. I sound like red rice yeah. and fried fish on nah. the conference calls. Like, I don't care. That's a fact. Nah. I don't care. Nobody would want to. That's a fact. Like, I, I want to sound like I'm, you know, I'm country. I want to sound like pork chop in the morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to sound like pork chop for breakfast. Like that's another fried pork chop. That's what I'm sound like. So it's just funny to me, man. Because again, like you, like you were saying, is we we get to these places, we hit a certain level of success, and we we use each other. I don't say use, but we we work with each other to reach a certain level of success. And like you said, we get to a point to where nothing looks familiar, and now we just bump elbows and we start yeah. saying all type of stupid yeah, shit. Yeah. Like prime example, if you look back around to the whole takeoff thing, mm-hmm. when takeoff died, there were so many people with hot takes, right? Yeah. About you rich, you shouldn't be gambling. Yeah. You shouldn't be. And it's like, what logic is that? You know what I'm saying? If you yeah. did it when you ain't had it, when you get it, what you think you're going to do? Yeah. Like the idea that people going to come into some money mm-hmm. and the habits they have or the things they do. Mm-hmm. If you listen, baby, if you do a little bit of dope yeah. when you broke, what do you think you're going to do when you a get that dope. money? You're a big dope. A you hear dope. me? You out of there. You up out All of there. All the dope. All the dope. All the dope. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's a good point because, again, we... One thing I do feel like is the issue in this shit is we have not as we not have we haven't as a people hit a situation where it's so common to see all these 
black people kind of being at a certain level of success. It's still weird to see, right? Very weird. Like, like it's, it's celebrated, which is great. Uh-huh. But when you think about the fact that I know for me, I know of maybe three, maybe four doctors that I could call, you know, on a whim that I know like this person's that And just as in general, I can call yeah. friends on my doc as, a, as a, you know, a doctor. Where So that speaks to the level of success we just haven't seen yet. So when we get there, maybe we don't know how to act because it's not common for us yet and who's to say like what's the standard of how to act you get what i'm saying like so much of what we think is aligned with like respectability like a lot of the conversations we have about how we look how we act how we dress how we speak has a lot to do with how we perform in front of white people right and that's the key word in that shit too is perform yeah because it's like what's what's the reason like they don't care regardless yeah absolutely and and all you're doing is working to make them feel comfortable around you. like, And they still don't. And they still don't. <laughs> like, they still go home and talk about how they hate being around, you know what I mean? Or they yeah. don't like this shit. But you hear, I'll deal with it. He do what I want. You know, as long as he do what I want, I ain't got no problem with it. But I mean, the, second, the second he pissed me off, it's over with. I'm on that ass. And this is how I still know it kind of like, what's going on? I was walking downtown one time, I was grabbing some neat, so I watched this white couple walk in front of me. So the lady and man was like separated. You know, they were a couple. They were just walking or whatever. So you seen two kids with aprons. They just came off of work. Mm-hmm. They're black kids. So they laughing. They cracking. One twisting heads. They're cracking jokes on each other. As soon as they seen the two black kids, she grabbed the arm and pulled them closer. Yeah. Her husband. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn. Them boys ain't paying y'all zero attention. Yeah. They having and fun. And then they just laughing. They just walked right by them and kept laughing and talking and stuff. But it was like, damn, you just really got intimidated that fast. I'm two black boys with aprons on. Yeah. They coming on for work. Like. And, and it's funny because to that point, I remember I saw something the other day and they were talking about how there are some, and I don't know these little niggas, some, some rapper, some little nigga, he was talking about how he didn't know racism was still a thing. Oh, right? Yeah. Wild. And it was funny because when I first, when I was funny, but I was looking at it like, well, damn, like, for your generation, you probably don't. Mm think racism, racism is a thing. Mm-hmm. Because maybe you haven't really, or if you did experience it, you haven't seen it. And he's young. Oh, he's fairly yeah. young. I think yeah. you're talking about like DDG or yeah, DDG, yeah, whatever so his name yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no clue. Like, and, you're, like, you're like a YouTuber too. Yeah, like, and we're, we're the generation where we still got the stories, right? right? Like, I can tell that, I can tell folks that, you know, my aunts and my uncles integrated Bradwell and Hinesville, right? Yeah. So certain stories I get from that because I get the stories of when they came to my grandparents and asked them, you know, I get the stories of what my grandma told them when, they, you know, I get those. I know what that first day of school was like because mm-hmm. a vivid picture was painted of that. That's my generation. My mm. kids, do they, they don't get that. They're getting the secondhand account of it now. They're getting what I remember from it. Yeah. But they don't get that feeling of my uncle telling me about, you know, he playing football and midway through the fourth quarter, they got to take him, put him on a bus mm-hmm. because he can't shake hands with them. He can't be in the locker room. They're fearing for his safety. And it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to actually the person who experienced it. Yeah. And you getting that emotion like, damn, like, you know what I mean? Like he's really telling you this shit and you really feeling it. You know, so that's a dangerous kind of I guess game we're playing. It's a dangerous place to be in as a people because how what where do we bridge that? You know How I mean? would he know though? You know, and it's kind of it's kind of sticky. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like yeah, our yeah. parents are older. Like That's like I said, line. civil rights babies. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like our parents was literally in the trenches. Yeah. And it's like 
And then we grandma's babies too. So a lot of us were up under our grandmas. So th- there are those stories. But then the rapper who said it in particular, like, it's a young man. He's already rich. So he's nah, already in that. a different, you get what I'm saying? Like he's say already that, in a different but, but, social group. When they need you, then they will treat you. You know what I mean? But, as and, equal. And you see what I'm saying? That's what my fear they don't lies. need you. They ain't treating you as equal. And that's where my fear lies is in that. Because once they don't need him and he has to come back, to us, he doesn't even know what to do. Mm. Like he doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, what? Because you, because mm. I'm sure you, you saying things like, I didn't know racism was a real thing. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean, I mean, we we live in a world now where I've seen high school white boys calling each other nigga. I don't seen that. You too. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so there's kids now who don't even realize what that means and why that's so offensive. And I think it's, I mean, it kind of stems. And this is a long road to go down, but it's it's the education too. You get what I'm saying? Like I there's agree. no space. There's no space for them to really learn anything because they're taking it out of textbooks. You know, like yeah. And so what, so, so as a, so, what do we do? Right? Like, what can we do? Is it something we can do? Okay, like, I mean, do? we could preach. We can preach. And like I can say, coming coming even back from like you say, you know, white boys that call each other nigga. Like coming back even back from we was at Savannah High, and uh, we had Luke. Remember Luke too? Yeah. We had Luke. So. Luke could be in, like, in the locker room or something like that. So, Luke was the only white player on the team. Mm-hmm. Like, you on the east side of Savannah, one of the worst schools in Savannah. East, probably just southern part of Georgia. The worst school in Savannah. Yeah. So, he's basically. Leave room for beach. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, our test score is no, a little bit higher no, than no, yours. No such thing as a bad school in the west side. Yeah. But, but please continue. Okay. We're going to keep riding. We're going to keep riding. So. Even like in the locker room, like us talking to each other, we'll say nigga. I mean, we'll say, we're gonna call Luke a nigga too. Yeah, you know what I mean. But he never said it back. But like he understood. Now why I call that white boy nigga? Because you, we can't. We not gonna unnigga you because it's thirteen other niggas on the team. You a nigga too. He should have called. Nigga, get your ass. And I get yeah. it. But yeah, like, no, and it's like, like it's, it's so, I'm playing, but yeah. yeah, like it's it's Luke, and then we don't even look at him like that in a sense. You see what I'm saying? But one thing that I did have a problem with. And like I say, this is like in 2003. This is probably like one of the most racial things I probably experienced. We was going to BC. Mm-hmm. So we started playing in BC. I guess BC had a decent team that year. So you know what I mean? They had their little crowd and shit. We're like, usually BC team, the gym going to be empty. We're going to beat them by 30. Yeah. Right. Basketball. So it's like, okay. They got them a little team. They see the crowd. So in the crowds, we've seen lynching dolls with our names on it. So they had the little lynching dolls like that. Yeah. You know, they wrote, they read, they seen the program. Yeah. So they had our names on lynching dolls. And then they had Luke on there. And then Luke goes, well, my name's on there too. And we were like, <laughs> fuck Luke. Like, what the fuck you mean your name yeah. on there too? That don't exclude shit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But he let y'all know y'all don't yeah. If we could just not, <laughs> I ain't gonna drag Luke. Hey, that's what you're not gonna do is talk hey, Luke, about a Paul as well. Yeah, yeah man. Love Shout out to Luke Tambon, man. Shout out Luke Tambon. Shout out Luke, man. Luke a real one, but it was nah, just like nah, nah, I don't nah, even nah. think he knew. I'm, I'm only joking because yo, shout out Luke. Shout out yeah. White Mike all Yeah, I'm shout out to White Mike. Mike too. That's talking, my boy too. I'm talking shit because I yeah, but nah, shout out to boy, man. I ain't mean nothing about it. Shout out to the Tambons, man. Fuck with y'all. It was a bad joke. Bad joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She got a little heavy. She get a little serious. I'm sorry. My bad. So nothing has been kind of um, affecting um, not only us but but everybody, but us in particular has been um, COVID. We thought we were out the woods. I thought we were out the woods. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I would say the good doctor here has been telling us that we need to keep our mask on. I didn't listen. Um, I got COVID over the summer. 
Hmm. <laughs> Hard head make a what? Soft ass. Okay. So, um, this new strain of flu or this flu uh, pandemic, if you will, has been going on. Um, I've been seeing whispers that uh, this ain't shit but COVID. Well, it's likely both. Um, Hmm. (laughs) So, here's the thing. When we, so a year or two ago, when everyone was wearing masks and we were more vigilant about washing our hands or more conscious about using hand sanitizer, that did more benefit than we actually were considering. It was almost like just a part of the routine. Like after you shook somebody's hand, you was going to wash your hands. Yeah. Or right. anything after you touched anything, you were putting hand sanitizer on. Mm-hmm. That's really what you should be doing on a regular basis. That was wild, right? That, right. Like that, yeah. And we've kind of stepped away from that. Hand washing is such <laughs> <That's> nasty. <laughs> just nasty as you want to be. Yeah. So as we trans as we've transitioned to not wearing masks. Mm-hmm. When COVID was out and about doing this thing, those were some of the lowest yeah. flu statistics that a lot of places have seen yeah. in a very, very, very long time. Because masks work. Right. Washing your hands work. Yeah. Using hand sanitizer. Social distancing. All of that stuff works. So now what has happened is because America decided that COVID no longer exists because they're tired of it. Not because it actually doesn't exist. We're just tired of doing the things yeah. that prevent illnesses. Yeah. Everybody's sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody, um, you know, kids in particular. And speaking to the point of children, what was happening, I don't know if y'all remember when COVID first popped off, mm-hmm. there was this idea that children weren't getting it. I remember yeah. that. Schools were closed. Yeah. That's why they weren't getting it. Yeah. They were isolated. They were with their families. But when they went back to school, when... Sally took off her mask and made, okay, y'all don't have to do the mask mandates. It's optional. Kids trade a mask. Children are disgusting. Shit. Yeah, they trade They're like little mask. Petri dishes. They mm-hmm. carry all type of stuff around. They dig in their noses. They dig in their butt. Like, they don't care. Yeah. Nah, they, they don't know how to wash their hands. Mm-hmm. Did you Probably. wash your hands? Yes. Mm-hmm. Fingernails just as dirty. Yeah. Boogers all over yeah. the head. They don't care about they none of this shit. shit. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it was funny because I remember I said that then, like, if anybody carrying this shit around as kids, adults, mm-hmm. like for the most part, just as an adult, we separate ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. I yeah, like we don't want to be on top of people. Like you don't see that often. And the I kids. Know, I know this, uh, what you call it? They say um, China just went locked down not too long ago. Absolutely. The city in China. All these, all these countries have been doing that. They've been off and on lockdowns across wow. the world. The only place, and it's funny, Cause the only major country that didn't do an effective lockdown is us, and it's crazy. You would think that our our method would be so different after losing over a million people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You would think money rules run the world. Yeah, and lives are expendable for sure. For sure. If y'all die, we'll just smoke. Yeah, smoke. It's, yeah we can make smoke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. even, even the there's been theories about there being overpopulation and this being almost. A means of population control Like fuck it Y'all do what y'all want to But it's a pandemic And this it's is no pandemic. different Than any other pandemic That we see People right. die during Small pandemics Yeah people die during pandemics People do not have preventative measures And they right. die right. Yeah. And Especially they if you're poor yeah. Once they figure it out It's not It's kind of You can't say it's too late But it's like alright We stopped the bleeding Yeah Yeah. Type thing. To me this is This is It's wild because Medicine is Is Advances ever been during a pandemic like, Just by default Because of the times where right? They, were, right. they were pouring a lot of money into it yeah. And people just also have to understand It's something that I don't think people really grasp Is that the way we change every day mm-hmm. 
So do viruses. Yeah. Viruses can mutate. Yeah. They can take a different form. It's mm. like you take a smiley face emoji and then you put that that mustache and those glasses on. You get what I'm saying? Now it's it's the smiley emoji, but it's in disguise. And you think that, you know, you may be taking your herbal supplements, you may be doing all of these things, but mm. you think that virus won't yeah. mutate. Yeah. And that's why it's so important, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's why it's so important for us to continue all these preventative measures because if we can effectively kill the virus at a certain point based off the hand washing and social distancing and all that, we can limit how much it does mutate, right? Well, we're not going to kill it. It's here to okay. stay. It's okay. always going to be here. There are, yeah. I, I think, years and years from now, Yeah, it, you know, people are going to pop up and they're going to have COVID. Okay. Um, but, yes, it is important that, you know, People may disagree, but you know, like you, you get your shots. You do what you can to prevent yourself. You know what I'm saying? Prevent yourself from getting certain illnesses. Like whatever side of that you fall on in terms of vaccination, that's your that's your right. You get what I'm saying? But these things work. Mm -hmm. You know, and I and I have such a passion for things like public health because my grandma grew, grew up during polio. Mm -hmm. when polio was a thing. Like my great grandmother, from the stories that I've heard from family members. If you're listening to this, I encourage you to look up what polio does to people. Apparently, my great grandmother like used to get around like on all fours because it was that debilitating. Sheesh! So it was to the point that my grandmother didn't finish school because she had to help take care of her parents. She grew up on a farm in Defusky, South Carolina. So, mm. you know, it's so when the vaccines came about for polio, hell yeah, they was getting it because I saw what it did to my people. Mm -hmm. So it's like I, I come from that side of it. I understand people may have their reservations with science and all of that stuff. Hit my DMs if you'd like to chat. I'm cool with that. But, you know, I get it. I think we just have to be more proactive in how we prevent things. And whatever's been working for you, keep it up. That's yeah. all I can say. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like I say, this, I, and, and you're right. This shit ain't going away. It ain't. Um, we stuck. <laughs> like Chuck. The, 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 yeah, the shit with me was just that the hand washing, all these things. And I grew up as a nurse's kid. So, right, it, it was certain. Mm -hmm. My mom didn't play me. Walking in the house and coming in the kitchen. Please don't touch my refrigerator. You ain't yeah, wash your like, damn yeah, hands. I know damn well you're not. I mean, fuck the refrigerator. I know you're not in my kitchen, kitchen with yeah. your nasty ass. You've been out playing basketball for three hours. You smell like shit. Right. You in my kitchen. Go wash your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this. So just the fact that people didn't do that to begin with blew my mind. So now that people are saying they're take their teeth, they had to teach grown adults. How to wash their fucking hands. Yeah, and you'd be surprised. Yeah, like do your little hand hugs and sing happy birthday and shit. Like, you'd be surprised how many people do not wash, wash their hands. Yeah. Like, I know everybody knows somebody or you've been in the bathroom yourself. And it's like you finish handling your business, you at the sink. You'll see somebody that was at the stall or the urinal next to you. They out the door with it. Deuces. <laughs> like, um, niggas don't even care. Bro, I don't like touch door bit. handles no more. Like Shit been like that. I be in movie theaters shook. Oh, you can't get me to go to the movie theater. You can't pay me to go see the movies. Man, I'm scared of bed bugs. Probably one of the germiest places. <laughs> oh, that on your phone, your cell phone. <laughs> cell phone is probably one of the germiest things. Absolutely. Too. Your phone's disgusting. Your phone, phone goes everywhere you go. Yeah. Even to the bathroom. Yep, to the bathroom. Nasty little booger. And stop reading. Stop, get off Twitter in the bathroom. Stop right. You drop it on the floor. You know, the things that fast forward. It used to be newspapers and magazines. Remember the vibe and the jet used to be in the bathroom? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Sure. It's no longer that. It's like your phone. Your phone. Right? Yeah, but at least with those things, you know, you put them down. You put your phone to your fucking mouth. Right after you did all that nasty shit. And I know my phone is nasty. Because I'm going to tell you this. I wear my headset all the time. Like, I always got, like, my little yeah. beats, you know yeah. what I'm saying, in my ear. 
when I put my phone to my face, like if I can't find yeah. my head, like I break out. I break out. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. And it's just like, this is yeah. disgusting, actually. Yeah. This is actually nasty yeah. as hell. Your body, your body your fa- like, think about it. It fall on the floor in the car. Yeah. Your shoes yeah. down there. You done walked in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You done been in somebody's house. You might have walked through dog shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. phone just nasty dog. as hell. If you're listening to this, go ahead and take an alcohol wipe and wipe down your phone. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a fact. Put a little spin on things. Kodak flies girl out, but allegedly doesn't feed her. Lord have mercy. This is the Ian segment. Won't say Ian segment. Okay, so let me go. So this is so this is what happened, guys. Let me go ahead and get to it. So apparently, um, okay, okay, here we go. It's our little messy little you know little area type thing, you know. So, so if of uh, evidently if Kodak flies out, he's expecting sex. Regular guys who pays for everything, he's expecting you know maybe sex. If a rapper flies you out, well, better believe. Having sex or you're on that next thing smoking, which the article reads. As related to Coder Black, the rapper who has had a number of sexual assault allegations against him. And you better believe he's not getting to anything spicy. Screwed it fast, they say. So this is what happened. Coder Black allegedly flew, the girl, flew some girl out but refused to feed her when they got to the destination. There's a 45-second clip that's a conversation floating around on the internet. And that, it says that the girl and someone who promoted to be... Kodak Black, probably which is him, have an argument. In a brief conversation, the girl is explaining that she is hungry. Questions, why you fly me out if you wasn't going to feed me? Hmm. As the person in the video offers some barbecue from the house, apparently, but she says she doesn't want that because it was probably leftovers from the night before. Vegas can't be choosers. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, I mean, this, this goes to say uh, on the segment, we're going to go say, was Kodak right or was Kodak wrong? He wrong, cause ain't no way you think you about to get in my guts and not put nothing on my stomach. But okay, you offer okay, but you offer barbecue, <laughs> and I don't want that, nigga. Like I don't want a rib plate. Here go booze. Come on. Nah, I mean she right. I'm. I don't want a rib plate. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't make me eat that. Nah. And the other part you, is you, me being what you, me. What you expect me to say here, Joe? Like, look at me. Like, I'm going to go get me some food. I just wanted to hear, you know, your response. I just didn't want to hear your response. Nah, I mean, shit, if, if you with me, you're going to feed her. It is what it is. I'm not out. You no, know, first of all, okay, fuck it. Like I don't want to go nowhere or be nowhere. As a nigga and Ian, you can attest to the same thing. I ain't trying to be in the presence of a hungry-ass woman anyway. Cause you know that nasty. shit Nah fuck that Mean nasty motherfuckers I'm okay. gonna nice, nice. feed you You ain't gonna handle Attitude with me Cause you hungry That's I gonna be the last thing you I'm do. fine Yeah nah Yeah nah Fuck that Nah let's But let's go that What if you like Leave the room like Love and joy Like I got somebody else Like nah here, like. Who what Okay You guys got options But thing about it is Number one If you did fly shorty out The least you could do Is feed her Like it's not a th- the money that, is that, not that an issue. Fly, that whole Niggas fly just, out shit is, is overblown anyway. You can fly out and fly out. Yeah, like, to me, that's some bullshit. I mean, I, to me, that's become a thing for people who ain't really enjoying the means to fly uh, out. I don't know. If you get flown out of Blue Jet and Delta, it's the same. No, I'm saying it's overblown because to me, it's like, if you flying somebody out, you flying this woman out, and y'all never discuss sex, number one, you're a loser. Yeah. For expecting it. For sure. But the flip side of this, as a woman... If you're just depending on this nigga to fly you out and you get there, 
That's the problem. See, that's the problem. That's the, that's what I did not start. See, I was ready to be the devil advocate. I, I let y'all be nice. Devil don't need no advocate. I let y'all. I let y'all. I let y'all. I let you. 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 Fact, you're you don't got flown out here. Okay, even if that's not what you're gonna eat, you call Uber Eats, you call you something, or hey, can you and take bail. me to you know? Slide on that one. You get what you I'm saying? What like mean? you can't feed me. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. I want nothing to do with you. Like mm-hmm. that's that's my thought, and you I agree with that. Do. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. have your own money. Okay, hey, and I ain't gonna lie. even though if a nigga do flex on you, you yeah. should step like you know, being an adult and a person you should have your own check like. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go yeah, get my I own love. Yeah. So Whatever. why you? Yeah. Why you accepting trips and shit? And you ain't got it. I don't like, know. Because to me, those things you don't never go to web without because money. Because that's what she exactly. said. But that's, that's what, what she said. Like, be moving reckless. Damn. Yeah. You got that. My mama always told me that. Yeah. Like, don't ever go to web without no money. Could we see all these stories about these people who got flown out and whatever the person who flew them out was expecting, they don't want to give them, and that person said, "Well, fuck it. You on your own, and they can't. They ain't got no way to you stay. You stuck. Yeah. You can't stay nowhere." You ain't got the money for a motel for a night. Like you can't get back home. You, you should have never went. Ticket. You, you should have never went because you ain't but got see, no emergency money. You know what type of time Kodak on? But Absolutely. That, yeah. No. We yeah. Get so if you even get yeah. flown out, like you ain't take no type of food. He's promoting who he is. I mean, and I get it. You get what I'm saying. I, I understand. You get what I'm saying. They're, Sammy flying you out. You know, you yeah. you knew you, you knew what was about to go down. You get what I'm saying, especially the type of person that you're dealing with. Yeah, it's Kodak. But come on, man, Emil. It's Kodak. You, if you flew me out, you definitely can't afford the meal. He, he petty though. He definitely petty. And see, he ladies, petty. he got money. He petty. Y'all got. You felt like he play, you played with me. So like if you, a, you probably so said all this shit in the inbox. What you gonna do and all that shit and all this? Then you get down here. What is like, in the inbox? Give, give us an example. Okay, okay, okay. She or probably not. She probably or, or not. You know what I mean? Cause probably not jabbed at her real quick. She came back like yeah. Yeah, when I come down there, I'm gonna do this. So I'm okay. gonna do that. I'm gonna, you know. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get you right. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh. Have long nights and this oh, and this oh, and that. Oh, long nights. Get yeah. you. So as soon as you got off the plane, you feel me? As soon as you got the plane, <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing he want to talk about. Right. Hey, I want to talk about nothing else. But that's kind of weird though. You get like I get off the plane, you don't want to feed like nigga. I just got off the plane. You, let's go that. I mean, reg- I get it. Well, I get what you. It's not a regular nigga. So he's seeing this type of motion every day. He is a regular nigga. You just got to change. He just got, he just got a little change. No, you got to change, but... I mean, but he's still a regular... But, but, but change doesn't mean make you a regular nigga no more. Unless you got change to elevate you. To me, I feel like everybody fucking regular. Just got bags different. Bags to me, I think bags different. Just like, just, like, just like, okay, we're doing that. Just like to go on somebody... Because like, if you look at it, he's still moving like a regular nigga. Is he? Is he, is he not? You know what? Maybe you this want- is a space to talk about women. Just start robbing these niggas. Huh. Because they, they're around. a little too comfortable. We talking about that yeah. shit. Like, yeah. nigga want you to come to his crib on the first night. Mm-hmm. Rob his ass. No, Rob That's real. You're real spicy today, boobs. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's, it's the, the champagne rain, or what's going it's on. It's the rain and the champagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Man. I want the shits, man. You're really aggressive today. Really Malcolm X. You know what it feels like? You know what it feels like? Remember when I came in here after Draymond hit that little boy in the mouth? I remember that. And you had to calm me down because I was hype. I like yeah. the 90s back. Yeah. Yeah, so Ian feels like I have a problem, right? Oh, okay. Ian Do tell like, yeah, I'm going to let him talk. Ian feels like I'm a little violent. I'm a little aggressive sometimes. Okay. I feel like I've left that lifestyle in the past, but Ian, who's known me for a long time, feels like I haven't. 
So mm. the certain events, you know, get me hyped. So when she was talking about women need to rob niggas, like I got excited. Oh, okay. Because like, yeah, like, you know, sometimes fuck them niggas. It ain't on you. See, you can't shake that. Tiffany, was you there for the slap? Why you do this? Wait, I'm talking to Tiff. I'm just talking about the slap. The I'm fact like, that the slap could mean like, did I slap somebody or? Because Tip, my nigga. So Tip, yeah. So very, so verify with the slap. What? Please clarify. I'm not gonna incriminate myself like you said. I'm not gonna incriminate myself either. Ian <laughs> talk about this every chance he get. No, no. To answer your question, Tiffany wasn't there for the slap. Oh, that's no. I was not there. Oh, okay, I just wanted to know. <laughs> you just talking about how calm you trying to hit niggas there. with the with the. The, the 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 cool Sesame Street shit. You can talk about that slap. No, no. Booby went there. Booby went there when yeah, when I was thumping like that either. Yeah. So yeah. Talking about you, that man ain't put his hands on you though. We gonna just keep talking. Had the whole crowd shook up Tiff. The no. Sc- screaming and running out the truck. The no. It was it was, a, was a, it, it was extended Uber. No. The the driver got shook and all, man. That wasn't true. Yeah. It's not how that went. You added uh, a lot of sauce to the yeah. event that didn't I'm just telling you, then, then they said they kind of had to pick bro up. I think kind of slapped down to the ground. Like, it wasn't no. like a regular slap. They said you beat that man out of shoes, boo? I, I so no did he, so did he stumble to the ground a little bit after? He was in the car. Oh, okay. If, well, he if, fell out if, the car? We was driving at some. No, on the highway. Vehicle, he yeah. fell out of the car on the highway. Oh, no. So no, that's how shit gets started. <laughs> Well, you go ahead and sit up no, there. No, nigga, hanging out of the car? Yeah, I swear. Tell, tell your stories. Right, right. That's crazy. Uh, See how nigga, nigga do shit all the time? Mm-hmm. That's definitely how we're I ain't saying nothing. You going to bring up stuff. You so brought that know. up. All I said was, you know. No, you just tried to sit up here and have this persona like you just, uh, you know, peace and happiness. That and shit happened call four years ass ago. Nigga, and that's not you. Well, well, maybe he turned over ago. a new leaf, Ian. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You graduated right. college in four years. Hey, man, we'll see. Anything four and a half of it is me. Yeah, As somebody who's changed. Yeah. Because I really used to be beating y'all up. Come on. But I turned over a new leaf. Yeah. We're going to see. Sounds good. I Don't tempt me, though. We're definitely going to no, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and Ian ain't the nicest guy in the world either. Man, nicer to you. At all. <laughs> Milwaukee oh, Miracle? That's you. what you call him? Yeah, Milwaukee Miracle. So yeah, sound like, sound like a boxing champ, really. Yeah, he is. Not he that. is. You know. Is. Is. Not at all. Is. Period. You never see Ian aggressive in a club. I know his mama, so I know it's in him. Come on, man. Come on, now. It's in you. Yeah. It's in you, Playboy. Mm-hmm. You ass, all you want to do is point at what Boob did. That's all, she, that's all you do. No, I mean, you were just you trying to promote like DJ your, Khaled. Boob did. You just trying to promote It's so righteous, my boy. No, I ain't said. I, was, I said I, I was the opposite. She said okay. these women could rob me. I said rob them. Okay. And you went and talking about some shit that may, uh-huh. may not have happened four years ago. Yeah, I hear this right, people. Next thing you know, you're going to be raised with power with his fists up in the air. Uh-oh. I love black people. Yeah, I bet. You want to rob so too. You can slap a nigga and raise black power. See? There we go. Huh? You can't do that. Why That's not? like an oxymoron. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to let you cook. Yeah. You oh. got it, coach. Thank you. Like an oxymoron. Okay, we're going to spin the cycle real quick. Okay. They say, uh... 50 cent. Spin the cycle. Spin the cycle. I love it. Thank you. You're going to have to, gonna have to uh, go ahead and... The Copy that. The Spin the cycle. The Spin the cycle. So the hush puppy guy, remember him? So I think we probably talked about him a couple hush seconds ago. Hush puppy. Hush puppy ran off with eleven million in scamming money. Started Jeez. African. Yeah, he started. He started African. Oh, the PPP shit. Yeah. No. Yo. No. 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 I, I, I take it back. He got eleven years. He got over three hundred million worth of scam money. 
Um, like it was niggas scamming be, from all like all type of um, niggas been scamming. I just found out today. Hush puppy, I remember that guy. Yeah, the hush puppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just found out about a nigga who who got who, get, who got bimmed up over uh, some PVP shit. Yo, all y'all niggas who ran that shit and y'all feel like niggas ain't getting locked. Nah, they getting locked up by that shit. They the the, the government taking their time. That's it. They they taking their time. That's it. It's coming. Nigga, nigga ran off with with a little bit. But then can I? I ain't gonna lie. Can I drop some knowledge? I just want to drop like I ain't trying to say you know yeah of course criminal knowledge anything like this but in the grand scheme of things you know what I mean when it's all done like this they're generally gonna get the big fish absolutely they're gonna scoop up all the big fish now generally I ain't gonna say if if you did a certain amount just I'm not no expert see what I'm saying let's say you did something for like ten or fifteen bands you're not gonna be no, 10, 15K, you probably skate Yeah, away. you might skate away. But if you're doing shit on some 50, 70, or even yeah. 100, or like 300. 300, like, come on, bro. And it's crazy, like, especially if you're black. Right, <laughs> you know like, saying? come like, on. Because a lot of these corporations, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, they got their PPP loans. You right. know what I'm saying? They slid. But you're not doing. You're not best doing. wishes to all you Negroes. Not you get what I'm saying? Like, Who do you know? Lakers See, that's just too risky. Lakers gave that PPP back. Who that? The Lakers that a PPP money y'all took. That we got championship off of? Nah. Nah. Y'all gave it back. Y'all took it and y'all gave it back. That's the report, sir. Y'all, y'all accepted the PPP money and I gave it back. Once we found out the Lakers received PPP money. I don't like your why tone. Y'all, why y'all I, don't, business? I don't like your tone like that. Why y'all not business? You had a 10. Can you give us like a 4? I was just trying to just give y'all the insight since we were on the subject. Spin the cycle. Yeah, spin the cycle. Do that. Okay. <laughs> when you say nothing about how y'all, the Lakers are two or ten. How y'all own? That's how the. That's why y'all coach spin the cycle for y'all own a wife. That's cool. Spin that cycle. Oh, spin that cycle. Still winning. You still winning, bro. Still winning. Bron just got hurt. The Boston Celtics don't care about black. Bron just got hurt. Oh come on. That's what we doing. Oh, Gee. Man. Ooh. Come on, man. Anybody said that when he's two and ten. I'm gonna play them numbers tomorrow. If you could just, 12, no, just, just relax. I don't know why he had like that. I really don't. Then he went on. Acting on. like he's from Milwaukee. Yeah. Come on, man. It's how Milwaukee niggas act. I've heard. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all gonna really. Got, y'all, y'all killing <laughs> me with it. You know. <laughs> Milwaukee, Milwaukee nigga, nigga lived in Liberty City, went to the high. How the fuck that work? Okay, beach is round hey, the corner. Hey, hey, hey. Beach is round. I've been telling him too. I can't wait for the right person to hit his podcast. And we That's fine. Ban- I want banners taken down. I ain't going. Why would you do something? One of them. It's too short. Yeah, no, I'm to say, if Jordan wants you, Jordan gonna get you. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Put them niggas in ROTC. Oh, man. Damn right, it was going down. Oh man, I used to do my schoolwork though. We're not gonna. Jonesy, Jonesy, let's move. Wasn't on one to, of those. Spin the cycle, Jonesy. You ain't gonna lie. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna sit here and have me. You ain't gonna lie. These people tell me you was out here doing hey homework. Man, and you I did all my work. I know you, Jones. B plus student. Did all my essays, everything. Very good. There you go. High school graduation test finished the first time. I know that's right. No hookups. Everybody can't I, say the same. I didn't do that. Wow. Okay. Shit, nobody in Gross is. Wow. Oh, yeah, you went to Groves. Yeah, went wow. To Groves, whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa. It's stinking Garden City. Smells like it don't uh, smell that bad no more. No, <laughs> no more. more. <laughs> wow. Right through Garden City, that shit smell like red and white. Don't worry about it. Cause once this new grows get built, oh, I already knew that was coming. What I'm talking about? Yeah, we gonna we expansion gonna, on the hey, west hey, side. We gonna see. Huh? We gonna huh? see. You notice? Huh? Why they finally get, got a piece of the pie? Yeah, I noticed. Finally got. Yeah, they gave y'all a damn jail. They didn't give y'all shit like Jenkins shit. Y'all Jenkins shit hard. That shit gonna be harder than Jenkins. Y'all ain't got no glass, none of that shit going on. You ain't even seen the shit yet. I ride by it every day at work. 
Like you ain't a, seen that. You seen the front. You ain't no, seen, seen the, the bricks joint. and all that. Yeah, no, man, like, you ain't seen man, that shit, shit like a jail shit. asylum. Nigga, that's a building. You ain't seen. Yeah, my house would definitely look like a jail, but oh, you know, man. that's neither here nor there. Yeah, fuck Jenkins. You went to the high. What the high look like? A football field. That's it. A school. When y'all to lose on. School. Oh, okay. Y'all Do y'all have a football field? We about to get one. Yeah, oh. Shit. We get one. Ooh. Hey, please. You know wait another two years for that. Okay, but we gonna get it. Yeah. Hey man, all I know is the region championship resides at that, that same girls' high school you're talking about. What the hey, hot one? Hey. What the hot one lately? Mm. It's a high school alone. We don't mix with middle school and high school. Hey man, girls play high this year. We're going to be a lot. Of, I hope it girls play the high this year. we bet in the It's going to be a lot of 8th grade, 10th grade, 7th grade, 11th grade stuff going on so in the girls. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, listen, my well, what you think about that? Them putting about them, what? Well, you put they're putting the middle school and the high school together in the same. It don't matter. Call them niggas from Ohio was going around the corner. No, no, but that's what we're not going to do. Up in the Monte Carlo. That's they, what we're not going to do. The pregnant girls went to school with them. They sent them upstairs. That's what we're not going to do. These okay. girls in the same building Leave as these alone. guys. Leave it alone. No, they're not. Okay. Different sections. K through twelve. My kid won't be going to girls. You always make me say some shit, but I like your kid. Man, that's cool, man. All these supposed to be in these ifs ends and come on, man. We ain't finna do all that. You know, I'll be honest with y'all. I like attitude. That's cool. You came in for this episode with a piss poor attitude. No, I didn't. That was you. You came in with all aggression and everything. Then when I tried to tell you about your aggression, you Mm. tried to turn it around and make it seem like you was a nice guy. That's what you did. This is therapeutic. You know, trying to help him a little bit. That's it. The podcast is going off the rails because of you. Just black it's men expressing not. themselves. I'm here for it. It's definitely not. We're not doing that. All I'm saying is I don't appreciate your, your tone. Mm. Definitely not. That's all We're I'm also going to do today is give a shout out and let's say, let's not forget about old BG. Brittany Griner has been moved to an unaware location in Russia. So what y'all feel about that? We can't shout out Brittany Griner with all this shit she going through. That's some bullshit, bro. You said she got moved like it was a good thing. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, how do you feel about her being moved? It's it's news. I mean, it's news. news. I mean, I'm going to report it. Spin the cycle, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think she should be there. You get what I'm saying? Like, but the rules are the rules. You the get what I'm saying? Like, and, I, and I hate that. Like, I hate that. I feel like it's kind of a point to be proven more than anything sure. else. I, the funniest shit the boy said was they was acting like. Cause you see in the trade, right? It mm-hmm. was like the nigga they wanted, like bro, nickname was like the merchant of death. Like it's the swap. Like they wanted Britney Grinder. Cool, we'll give y'all Britney, but give us back this guy. Like what the fuck is have. this? He's a merchant of death. And they was like, y'all like, y'all like she fucking LeBron or something. Like no, I, I don't don't nigga. say That's that. That's what they said. They, oh. said, I didn't say that. they said that. They said I didn't say that. They said that. You can talk today. I didn't say that. I feel like Britney need to come home. But honestly. It, it's tough, right? Because rules are. She should rules. be, but she should be home. She like, should this be is home. so pointless. 
It's so pointless. But and it's, I think it's, it's just one of those warfare. things. To, exactly. It, to make yeah. an example. They already got beef with us. It's already in vendetta that exists. And, we fight you know what I'm saying? war against them. You know what I mean? Like We're fighting right. the Ukraine's war right. against them. Yeah, like, like we hey, ops. Look, I know, going, I know what's going yeah, on over ops. here, but listen. But could you send her back? They like, no. You know what I'm saying? And I hate I hate that for her. But that is part of the war, though. I got to get to them. I mean, honestly, all those side, I really do hate to see it. You know what I mean? Just what she got arrested for. But again... Rules are rules. You know what I mean? She should be home. Yeah, she should. I meant the rules are made up anyway. Fuck that shit. All this shit is man-made. Like, and for every rule, there's a loophole. But she, she should totally, yeah, she should totally be home. You think they got a women's league over there for her? Like in the jail? No, she not. She can't hoop while she over there, fool. Why she can't hoop? Because she locked up most of the time. They hoop in the movies. Man, who gonna play her, her ass they, out there? They hooping on Schindler's list. I'm really man, sick of y'all in this shit. <laughs> At first it was therapeutic, but now they bickering, y'all. <laughs> like old niggas. They hooping on we really are fucking. Those old niggas um, on uh, goddamn um, Sesame Street. Sesame Street? The Muppets. Damn, that girl ain't touched a basketball in almost Statler a year. Statler and Waldorf. Mm-hmm. So you think they can hoop it on? No, man. No. Boo. You don't no. feel no, let it go. Not going. All right, man. What's up with Twenty One and uh, Drake album? How you giving? What you giving that? Hey, man, that shit, honestly, real shit is better than uh, better than uh, what is on. Wait, stop. It is. Fuck it's me. a better album. No, it's not. It's a way better album. It's way you better. Like, use like future because you you tripping. It's the no man songs on that jump man and all the other songs and the, the script clone yeah, song 21. and the. Me too, son. Fuck me. Ow. I ain't fucking with You ain't fucking with Drake because what Drake said about Come on. Yeah, and y'all already know how I'm coming. And listen, anybody that feels like, oh, he didn't mean it like that. Drake has Drake studies lyrics. There's you know you, you know, get what I'm saying. Like he's a lyricist. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can he's, I he know exact. He knew exactly what he I was doing. No, you can't. But this, <laughs> there's, there's the space for him to use it as a scapegoat right to say I didn't mean it like that. But hear me out. So there's there's a there's a story going around that apparently Drake wasn't talking about Meg the Stallion at all. Drake is a lyricist. There has never been a time that he hasn't said something that he did not know if the innuendo could be taken a different way. Wait, hear me, though. They said apparently who he was. You remember Elk the Stallion? It was a white girl. She was one of, like, the original, like, Instagram models. And she was lying about getting ass shots. And apparently there's a rumor that Drake was talking about Elk and not Meg. And while that may be true. Do you think that it never crossed his mind that it could be taken a different way? Somebody said that, but I mean, you're a rapper. Exactly. Like, he's a lyricist. There's a video on the World Wide Web where Drake says, I study lyrics for a living. Okay, I'll say this. It was fucked up, but I'll also say the bar bar was... It was was not. It was not. The bar was was not. But I get it. It it was tough. I just... I, uh, he kind of mixy. I'll be real, man. That makes it. That makes it always going to be tough because no matter what happens at the end of it, no matter what the outcome of that whole trial is going, it's not going to be good for us as a people. It's still not for me. It's kind of it kind of shows like how violent people are, and when we choose to be considerate or empathetic about it. Like, look at the timeline. Take off that. Mm-hmm. Drake and Twenty One Drop. Mm-hmm. And there was an immediate change from what we said about takeoff being killed mm. from what we said in reference to what 
Drake was referencing, even in the event that he possibly was yeah. talking about Meg, yeah. the conversations were totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the way that I meant. That's the way misogyny works, or misogynoir, hmm. how we say it. Interesting. When it comes to black women, yeah. y'all hate us. No, we don't. I mean, and and when I say y'all hate us, it's not. I'm not talking specifically about the the men here that okay. I'm sitting in the room with, but when you just look at the context of how men treat women, I'm going to take it a step further. Everything that men do is typically for the approval of other men. Wow. You get bitches to impress who? You buy these clothes, you get this drip to get the bitches, but who you really trying to impress? You get this money. You get what I'm saying? Like, there are niggas that will say something flaw or won't say something at all just to wait for that homeboy to say something. I was waiting to see what you was going to say, big bro. Because a lot of men, damn near most men, do things for the approval from other men. You fucking all these women. Why? Because you look like that nigga in front of these other men. You running this money up. Why? Because you want to look like that, that nigga in front of who? Jonesy? Even in the event that you're doing it for women, who you getting the women to impress? Other men. All right. I, and guess what and you can feel that way i encourage you to read bell hooks i encourage you to read more about how men love why men love why men hate but here's my thing here's i can thing. tell you that a lot of women going 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 groove with the fact that men do a lot of things to impress other men mm. and it has more so to do Men love men. <laughs> like, and I don't mean this in like a homoerotic <laughs> space. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But men know. like spend their lives I to impress like, other men. I feel like there's I feel like there's different levels of that. I think young as a younger nigga, yes, you do want the approval of your friends. So I think there are some niggas who never get out of that. And because of that, there are some niggas who may do things for their friends' approval, but it ain't even gonna be your friend feel, approval. It could be your well, daddy approval. Any, any nigga, yeah, whoever, yeah, whatever, whatever yeah. nigga. Yeah, I mean, we because that comes with it as a younger nigga. Mm -hmm. But I do, I can say, as a man, you hit a point to where you're not in no box. You're not fucking because a lot of times you hit a point where you dealing with women. And you don't even tell the other niggas who you dealing with because of the lame shit that comes after. Like, it doesn't behoove you to say, I fuck. Like, once you're at a certain age, a certain point, it doesn't make sense for you to tell other niggas, look at all these bitches I fuck. Like, that's young nigga shit. Like, young niggas would be like, man, I call this and I call that and I call that one. Cool. Once you hit a certain point, because what happens is, is a lot of niggas are the opposite. Where I show you this who I stroll, this who I beat. And then this nigga gonna hop in that inbox. So it doesn't even make sense for me to even put that out there for you. I know you, nigga. You know what I mean? I know niggas in general. So while I feel like there is some truth to that, yes, yeah, a younger nigga, once you're at a certain point. And you are the exception to the rule. And I want you to remember that. Like, you and Ian are, are different. You get what I'm saying? But... There are men who are 70, 60, you know what I'm saying? No, no, 80 pretty, years old. You get what I'm saying? Like, what should happen is what you see, said. And, and but this, is that the reality of what's this, really happening? And this is also like, this because you're right. You're actually right. But my thing is, the niggas that y'all are talking, that, that, I see that a lot. The niggas that y'all are talking about that move like that, 
those ain't even the niggas y'all interested in. Like the crazy thing, like y'all don't, yeah, y'all don't, y'all. To be honest, like the, the niggas y'all, if, if we pull those niggas in, a, in in this room and put them in a the room, you line them up. Whoa, you whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean line them up? I only been with one nigga, and that's my baby daddy. That's the only nigga that got proof. What you talking about? No, I'm just saying no, 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 no. no. She's just like, she just said if you line them up, just like, yeah, put them all in the room, right? Are you interested you, in any of these? Yeah, you're and you'd be like, like, nah. Without knowing the thing about, yeah, you're probably saying no. Oh, absolutely. You could look at it like, man, them niggas. So to me, the one thing that when I see those things, because y'all are right, there are a lot of niggas that are like that. The only questions I ever have is. Okay, y'all can look and tell what type niggas those are. So why yes, even? So why even? So why even give them type niggas attention? Cause you know them niggas lame. Like you can look. If you put me, you put me and put Ian in the room and look and, and I could point out. All I gotta do is look at. It. All I gotta do is watch the way you move throughout this room. I think the nigga, the, also, nigga, the nigga who walks in the room and there's women in the room, he runs up to his homeboys first. He doesn't speak to the women in the room, right? I know what type of nigga you are. I can tell you weren't raised right. You weren't taught to speak to the women in the room first. I the knew the other this. part of it. it ooh, it's Slim Pickens out here. No, this is you get what I'm saying? Both like, ways. Me and, me and me. So a lot of women unfortunately feel like they're in a corner, and okay. I have to. You get what I'm saying? Somewhat settle. Because a lot of women do feel like half a man is better than no man at all. You get what I'm saying? Mm. And a lot of a lot of people gonna swing with that. That's Just to say you got somebody in your bed. You get what I'm saying? Like a lot mm-hmm. of people go and swing with that. Yeah. A lot of us are not. Yeah. But the reality is it's slim pickings. So sometimes people may choose the lane. Yeah. Because of the companionship. You get what I'm saying? And it's not. So. I don't agree with that. I think yeah. I, th- I think yeah, a lot of things. And, 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 and if you may agree with me, you may disagree with me. But I think one of the, the one thing that the some of the women have the. Worst part at one the worst thing they do, they aim high. Mm. You see what I'm saying? A man, okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you. A man can't be a 40K, a 30K guy and aim for a 90K, a 100K woman. You see what I'm saying? He's getting laughed upon, Don. Mm. A 30K, a 40K fine woman feels like she's obligated to have that 90K. But who do you think created it head, to be right? that way? Men. Right? Because the more no, that's, money, that's her. But, she feels no, 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 no. Yeah. But her level of thinking because who every created the space for her to think. Every hood that. nigga in her neighborhood got yeah, her like that. But up no. that point. But at some she point, at some point, the way that women approach men can't be men's fault. It can't be. No, and I agree with that. I totally because, agree with that because piece. because we're we're constantly in positions to where we have to change the way we approach women, right? Like, if you look at the way niggas move with women in the 80s and you put them niggas in the 2020s, you're like, oh, that nigga bugging. You can't say that. Like, we had to constantly adjust. Now, you got some niggas who are still, you know what I mean, who, who are still abrasive and wild, but they're not, they're, their success rate with women isn't going to be what, you know what I mean, what the nigga who understands how to move. But again, a nigga in the 80s, he might say some wild ass shit and get that Harry Coochie. Wow. But okay. You put that in. <laughs> but you, but you take a nigga. Spin the cycle, Ian. But on the side, like you know what I mean. We're constantly in a position where we have to evolve, right? We do. There used to be a there was a time to where you know what I mean. You didn't have to be a certain type of you didn't you have a certain type of money 
or a certain type yeah. of thing to get with. It was your personality. Right? It, it, was, it was your it was time with it, that You know what I mean? It was how cool but, you was, how cute you was. But how then, you, exactly. You but know then what I mean? a, shift, a shift came where if you don't have X, Y, and Z, now again, there's a, there's a caveat to the shit. The caveat is... How are is you, who are you to argue with me about my standards? Right. And the other, that's part, the other part is, as a woman who has high standards, right. I have to accept yeah. that I may yeah. never yeah. encounter someone yeah. that meets my standards. Because you know how many... Uh, you know the percentage of black men that make 100K, right? I don't really care about you, that. No, you know. no, I'm just saying, do you want me to throw oh, the percentage okay. out there? What's the percentage? 9%. That's unfortunate. And half of them are married. Right, technically, right. So that's really leaving. Cause y'all get them niggas out of the way. Right. So it's like, so it's like, and so to be and to be honest, so a lot of niggas, a lot of niggas probably wanting hundred k niggas when they met. Exactly. Probably hundred k niggas. Exactly. So and half of them are married. Half of them are you can you know what I mean, kind of doing their own thing, and then you just leave a certain. The thing that I feel that of other ethnic groups, I'm not down on my ethnic groups. People talk to this the person in maybe the same salary or the same. Well, you know what I mean. We're yeah. so less so. We won't do that. Like, if a woman making a certain... It's like, okay, you got to have this or more than. Yeah. Nine and times out of ten. Not all the times. Nine times out of ten. You got to have this or more than. You know what I mean? Rather it being the man, he's supposed to take the risk of the woman being successful. I think right? also there is the space there to talk about how... If you run into a man that has, like, visions and dreams and all of this stuff, a lot of the men that have, like, gone up the ladder... They speak so highly of their wives because she was the one that was helping him put in the work to get where he right. is. She, a lot of a lot of women are no longer in the space to help a nigga like that. And I'm going to say, because from experience, what women have seen is you stay down with a nigga, you help a nigga, and what he do? He put his shoes on and he on to the next. So I'm just saying, I'm going to tell you, like, and that's that's me being real. A lot of people are hesitant. Stuff. Michelle Barack, we got... We got successful but stories listen, out there too. Of course, yeah. but that's not it's not normative anymore. Like times have changed. You get what I'm saying? So there's like a whole different market. It's a whole different chain of supply and demand. What people want. You got social media changing the way people perceive things, the way people want to do relationships. Like it's all of this stuff that's like going into people's mental, like at warp speed. I think for a lot of women, a lot of women are no longer in the space to take on that type of emotional labor. Because what I recognize is as a woman. In any space that I'm in with a man, I'm going to do the most emotional labor. You with the man, you got to tell him, baby, don't say that. Baby, don't act like that. You need to talk to them kids. You need to do this. You need to do that. Mm -hmm. And there is not, you get what I'm saying? Like, we don't take account for all of that that goes into a relationship. Well, what about the protection part of the man? No, I get it. And I'm not saying that that does not exist, but emotional labor is a lot of labor that goes unaccounted for. I'm not I'm not saying that I do not agree with you, Ian. Okay. I do. I think there's just more that needs to be considered because a lot of y'all daddies was buck-ass wild. And the only reason he remained his composure is because your mama had to tell his ass what really uh, what was going You get what I'm saying? Because a lot of... Uh, niggas want to get... But I ain't going to lie. But, uh, but here's, the, here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the thing that gets that, that kind of bothers me with it because there's all this room and space... We talk about all the things that have made women move the way they move. But when we think about a black man and we say, well, your daddy was buck ass. Wow. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Why? Absolutely. But you, I, but, but you know what I'm saying? So it's like, so there's so much grace and understanding in, you know, well, women are doing this because they're putting these positions, but 
so was I dead. No, and like, see, my thing is, as a black woman, my stance is always going to be towards black women. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I recognize, like, the plight, and I... I Totally understand all that black men have right. going on. But a lot of the things that black men or men in general complain about are systems that were created by men. And a lot of the frustration that men have uh, is about, wait, let me finish. A lot of a lot of the systems that men have, a lot of the systems that men feel like they have to uphold, a lot of the things that men stress about are systems that were created by men. Unfortunately, we're in a society where everyone kind of works and pushes towards those ideals because that's the way patriarchy so, works. But, but, let but, me, but let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this because you're right. But what men created? Black men didn't create themselves. Oh, absolutely. We, I we, mean, we, so we, like, we, they're trying to assimilate. You get like, like I said, we already started off. We, we got a bad, we got a rough start. We got a folk look. We yeah. a little tardy to the party by four hundred years that, or so. And, and that thing, so so for me, is like when we know these things, we had to assimilate, right? Because you think about what the systems are and what's put in place. We have to take care of these families, whatever. You know, all this shit. And to get the most money, especially back in the day, right? Back when everybody working at factories and shit. The, all, all them niggas was doing, I hate saying that, all these men were doing oh, yeah. were going to these places, going to these plants, going mm. to these jobs and trying to move up and make the most money as possible. Yeah. So they were taking L's, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Sure. Pride-wise, taking L's because all I want to do is bring this check home to my family. Absolutely. That's all I'm trying to do. So for me, because I and I agree with you completely on, on, on that, but also I feel like and, and also what you said was correct. Like you're always going to view it from the lens of a black, black woman. woman. Yeah. And and I think that's the one thing that we never will get a full understanding of. Right? Yeah. Black women are never going to fully understand black men. Black men are never going we're never going to fully understand, understand black women. But black I can't ask. I can't be mature enough to ask, okay, so how can I support you in this though? Yeah. Because in like on the flip side of what you were saying about like our granddads and stuff and then them going to work and they punching the clock and mm -hmm. you know they got these ten lunch boxes and shit. Like on the other side of that was grandma was at the house cooking and cleaning and maybe she was watching somebody. You get what I'm saying? Maybe she worked, but maybe she didn't. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of what she relied on was your granddaddy walking through that door and handed her the check. You get what I'm saying? To make sure that the house stayed running. I think unfortunately. I think our ideas about how a household has supposed, is supposed to be ran, it has not changed with the times. I think sometimes we have expectations that don't really align with the reality of the situations basically, we're living in. Like inflation. No, basically, they're making money. Women are making more money, right? And we ain't got to wait on y'all hand and foot to okay, do shit. No, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay. Now, what she's what she's what she's getting to, and, I, and I'm watching how she's climbing to this, and and I love it. What she's what she's touching that is that basically, in this layman terms, we're saying I'm getting money, I'm working, I don't have time to do what the traditional woman did. Mm -hmm. Cool, but understand. I knew, I knew he was about to say that. Understand. The man does not have to do traditional what the man is doing if you're not asking what traditional what the woman is doing. That's fair enough. See, the man standards are still here. Daddy standards. Granddaddy standards. You know what I mean? But you mean to tell me I can't have grandma standards? I can't and that's have totally mama fine. Stand, you know what I mean? That's, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with that. But I think overall, just a lot of people in general, especially I can, I can speak as a black woman, I think our minds have shifted away from the domesticated housewife.
because we have more degrees now. We have all of these things. You get what I'm saying? And it's like even when we get into social media and we get these conversations about 50-50. Right. 50-50, it, it does not exist if I work my full-time job right. and you work your full-time job. You get what I'm saying? Like Because what happens is if we're doing 50-50 and I'm the only one that's wiping ass, I'm the only one that's cooking dinner, I'm the only one that's cleaning up, that's not 50-50 because both right. of us work all day. You get what I'm saying? And I see that a lot. But you get like we have to be realistic. But the thing, but see, and I see that a lot. And I also, but I can speak for my friends, right? I see my friends wiping ass. I see my friends cooking dinner. I see my friends doing these things on top of. You see me for the clothes. Grass. You don't see me I coming see me out yeah, for the clothes. It's so collaborative. So it's collaborative. So it's so much. So to me, it's like. If you're in a situation where you feel like, and this is what I always say, like, find what you like. And stick fuck, with it. Yeah. Because cause what happens is you get all these fucking think but pieces about all problem, this shit. Like, though. niggas don't do yeah. this. No, but that's the niggas the pro- you fuck with don't pro- do this. See, you keep fucking with them but see, same but see, niggas. Even, 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 with, even with you saying that, Tiff. Now, I'm about, I'm about to kick some, I'm about to give some real G out. I'm about to spend the cycle on my ass. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. A nigga with a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. And I've seen this happen with a few times in, in certain things, right? Let me get air horn ready. A nigga basically puts you up on some game or some shit. Like, he gonna show you a good time. You know what I mean? That one night or whatever. He gonna show you the money. He gonna show you the cars. He gonna, you know, basically that he has it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, instantly, all right? That same guy, he then tends to go on time and time again. Y'all talk, y'all talk. He doesn't really apply no pressure, right? What he green is did is what? We call it bird feeding. Not saying that it's a bird, but the terms of bird feeding is. Drop a little bit, you're going to want a little more, and you're going to chase me. Boom. So, okay, you got, you know, Timmy over here. He's, you know what I mean, the deacon of the church. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, Lord. He, you know what I mean? Not a deacon. He, he doing this. Is. He's coaching the kids, basketball uh-huh. program, okay. or whatever. He brings you flowers. You know what I mean? Cash up your little something for your lunch. Boring shit. Timmy ain't on your radar. You want James to, you know what I mean? Dry the band, drop that good money on you, bird feet. But you want, but you want want Timmy from James. Yeah, you you want Timmy. You just want James to fucking. Is it possible that Timmy is a lame ass nigga though? But 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 but, but, but that's the fucking point, and that's cool. (sighs) Timmy could be the lame. But the thing is, if Timmy is lame and you don't want Timmy, it's a lot of daddies. It's a lot of girls' daddies and granddaddies out here was a lame ass nigga. Yeah, and my thing is, and they treated their moms like a queen. Are we upset that the lames are not being chosen? No, no, we not that. All we're saying is, is that if you reckon, you say you want all these things, Timmy. Your, you ask him. You ask him for Russell Wilson, but y'all want future. Exactly. Exactly. What makes I? I just always wonder how we spend the cycle or how we pivot to this point because. I get it. I get it. People want what they want. I understand that everything that you have on your list of standards, every box is not going to be checked right. or ticked. I totally get that. Right. But the thing about when you're talking about, you know, the nigga that's the deacon and he doing fly, maybe he a cornball. You that, get what I'm okay, but maybe cornball is safe. Maybe but you know what? But you ask someone, you as someone who's right. chosen safe, right? You'll never be satisfied. That's fine. So, but 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 and that's, and that's because that's if fine. you have a standard and you choose safety right. over your standard, yeah. you will never be satisfied. Yeah, and I can say that from experience. But, 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 but this is the so, thing. But, 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 Y'all but, but, know your standard ain't right for you. Still choose your standard. And that's, and that's like, come on, like, like the kettle was hot. Exactly. Don't touch the kettle. 
Why? Sometimes, but I think the, the pivot in that is understanding sometimes the shit you thought you wanted ain't really what you wanted, right? You get what I'm saying? Like And that, and that's what and that's the thing about it is that cool, if you feel like that nigga's lame and you don't want that, that's cool. Fuck it. Don't pick that nigga. Because the the caveat, we're not caveat, the consequence of that is you're not satisfied. Exactly. Right. Cool. But you go with this nigga. No. Satisfied. But see, the thing no is, is, if you have a standard, you stick me, to this. No one. Let me land. Let me land. Let me land. Land the plane. Okay. Let me land. So if you go with this nigga and you know the consequence, uh, the consequence of this shit is you're never going to be satisfied. You may be satisfied for a few things, but eventually you're going to hit a certain point where you want disability. That nigga's never going to give He's never going to provide it. Right. So, what do you value more? And that's where the question is going to always lie. Where are your values? Do you value this? You say, okay, you know what? He a little corny. He a little respectful. But, but he checks these boxes. And, and that is like settling. It. Or, what? no, because either way you're settling. Either, absolutely. Mm. Either, either, way, either way you're settling. So, and that's mm. why I say it's just easy. It's easiest to be big, but, alone. Big boobs. You, you, you crack, you, you crack, you, that, you crack the bubble would, on that. And, that. and that's my thing, right? Because where I was going with it was... As long wherever you choose, you're settling. You gonna settle here. You, you gonna, gonna settle, settle here. There. If you alone, you settle. Whatever. You're never gonna find somebody to check every single box. Absolutely. Nobody's perfect. So because of that, you're gonna have to settle at some point. A- absolutely. So with that, wherever you land, wherever you end up, you understood the consequences. My only issue is when we get the complaints and the bitching about. What don't say bitching because yeah, you're talking bitching, about a certain bitching, group of people yeah, saying yeah, things and yeah, now yeah, yeah okay well, he didn't niggas, mean to say that y'all I meant niggas niggas do oh okay too. okay <laughs> very good <laughs> you're right, you're right. had to clear that up because it's about to be on your ass spin the cycle you know <laughs> the female <laughs> listeners daddy they can drag him all the time they don't drag me they drag so for nigga one that Ian was talking about like ladies for real like this the part that pissed me off with us though because like on some G shit. If you if you dealing with like nigga number one, right? Yeah. We dealing with him. Future. And he's bird feeding, right? And he giving you a little bit at a time. You recognize. You get what I'm saying? You know what's going on. This nigga, this nigga texts me. I text him back and he ain't said nothing. I hear from him the next morning. Good morning. He's doing this shit on purpose. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like what you really have to realize as a woman. Yes. I don't know if you got to jot this down, put this in your notes, text it to your friend. I don't care. Like, that's not your nigga. It's just your turn. And when you not with him, you not with him. And when you with him, you with him. And when you leave, that's what that is. And it's like, but what it is, is if you idolize this man, you put this man on the pedestal and he, he this and he that. And you, you know what I'm saying? You don't put him up on the ladder and you start expecting things from him that y'all never even had a conversation about. You gonna get your feelings hurt Don't do that Yeah it's, That's not your nigga yeah. It's just your turn exactly. And if that's not your nigga Whatever the hell he got going on Is not your problem Like I really want us To come up out of that Like yeah. feeling like You know what I'm saying This nigga's like What, what do you yeah. say Bird feeding or whatever yeah. Like nah Because the thing about it is You, you gonna make your decision Like niggas do the same thing With, with the women they do Right So if I make a decision On a certain type of woman I have to live with The things about her I may not enjoy Absolutely, like, I, I understand. Like, you gotta understand. Like every every situation is not gonna be the greatest. So I can, li- but if I fuck with you enough, if I care about you enough, if I want to be with you enough, cool. I can deal with that. Whatever percentage of bad, because the good is so much better, right? So the only thing for me is like when I talk to like my female hunger, I tell them the same shit. When they say they're going through with a nigga, I said, okay, cool. What percentage of your shit is good? What percentage is bad? I said, as soon as you start feeling like the bad is outweighing the good, get the fuck off. Like, it's very simple. That's it's real. Simple. But what happens is, is that a lot of times, and again, my, 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 my women friends have 
bumped in the situation out of town. Like, y'all will deal with that. Well, they will. I don't say y'all, but they will be in a situation where they know it's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. They know it's some fuck shit, but a nigga does what a nigga might got down. Nigga might take him out, do whatever, and he wins them back for another month or two, and they stick around and stay. And I keep saying, Ugh. "Well, listen, you know what this nigga is. You know what it is. Just like, date them all and pick the best. But exactly. But date yeah. them all and then pick your favorite. But and this there's is, nothing wrong with this doing is, that. This is my thing. like nigga. You ain't gonna ever meet no real nigga who will tell this you. Is, nah, nah. They who do this. Make them compete like they doing the wild shit. But this is but, my thing. Okay, but I mean, okay, nah, nah. See, no, that shit. No, 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 no. It's not good advice, but Tiff did also, and she said some things earlier that made me kind of think, like, okay, this and this and that. And I did think some kind of wild, you know, semantic things, type, you know, going on. Ask, okay, why men do this, why men do that, and other this. We have a different chromosome than y'all. Oh, yeah, y'all wired different. We wired like, right. It's like Boo said, we can't understand y'all. We can't because that chromosome is different. Like, and you say, and then you say, oh, a boy is trying to impress boys. Nah, it's it's the chromosome. What do two what, what, what do two rams do? What do two rams do? Two male rams. Two male rams. They're gonna fight. But what do they do when they fight? They keep doing what? They I think all of that can be true though. What does the lion? What is, what is the uh, what does the lion do when like when when a, when a male is kind of birthed or whatever? A male in the wild is birthed from a lion. Even if it's his own child, what'd he do? He kill it. You know why? So he can't get old and stronger and do what? Rain. Take over. Right. That's why you see one male, you see a bunch of lions. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I think is more so a friction and competing more so than you trying yeah, to I'll show be, up be, for your home. It's more so a competition. It's been, it's been a, a long-ass time when... It's been a long-ass yeah. time since Like, I, come on, Tiff. Okay. okay, no, 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 Tiff. Okay, no, I'm, I'm on break. Tiff all the way down. Okay, we, we, we young. We watching TV. Big Pimpin'. What do we see, Tiff? Jay-Z on what? On a what? Yeah, on a yacht with the bitches. Well, how many? It was, it was a lot, a lot of bitches. With just who? Him. But so I, I'm young. Yeah. I see Jay Z on TV. It's not my home, but I see. Oh, Jigga Big Pimpin. Like, I feel, I feel like oh, okay. to women. I feel like okay, to women this is what we supposed to be doing? I feel okay. like to women, the influence that a nigga's friends have over him is overblown. That part. Because to be honest, it's been a long that time part. since I gave a fuck about what any of my friends think about what I'm doing. Honestly, that's been a very that's long, you like but but the friends I have like some of them Ian, can't get right. he don't give a fuck about what I think about what he doing no don't. Jordan don't give a fuck like these, these niggas don't give a fuck they Jordan do Jordan is definitely do. not does not give a fuck but, but see what I'm saying like like it, like yeah, I can think do. about the mat like when I think about my the friends I have in mass like yeah. niggas don't really give a, now, but, and I grant and granted again I understand that there are some niggas who do. But to me, we you can you know them niggas are lame. You can look at them. You can go to a strip club with these niggas and see how they move amongst the, the women in the strip club, and their thought is never on them. Their okay. attention is okay. always that does okay. not okay. hold on. But that to, does not that does this. not negate the fact this. that men what are, can I ask you this? do things to appease other men. Can I get the three major problems you feel that... The real problem is that women be hating women. That's no, why I can't do, go to Miami. Do, do, let, me, let me get the three major problems you feel that men are like... <laughs> you feel like the issues are with men right now. I think that... As of right now. As of right now, specifically for black men. Just for black men, let's give me like the three major issues you feel like black men could work on like... 
just all like you know honestly like hey that's what I got um identity mm. and that that's loaded because I think it's kind of hard to kind of unpack who you are if you don't know where you come from you get what I'm saying and that that's like I don't even like culturally you get what I'm saying like what does that mean for me like what's my lineage like you get what I'm saying what are the values that have like been passed down from person to person to person to person so we have them you get what I'm saying from the diaspora but just like from a from a global view we we lack that as a people we lack identity um I think mental health I think black men struggle with the space to just be I think that just over time, we've either pacified or have castrated. I don't think black men. I don't think black men have ever really given the opportunity to just be. So we've either pacified or castrated. Like you get what I'm saying. Like we either stick a pacifier in your mouth or cut your dick. You get what I'm saying? Like it's no, it's no space to kind of. You get what I'm saying? Like making you feel like less of a man or making you feel like a baby. That's the world, though. Yeah, but black men. You get what but, I'm saying? Like I feel, and I feel like there is a, it's a consistent struggle there because but, it's what do I do with that? You get I, what I'm saying? I think the uh, the other thing that you do so kind of have to realize a little bit though, and I'm I'm not trying to say like it's a design factor or this like that, but generally the black woman is raised by who? Nine her time. mama. Okay. Nine times out of ten is the mama leaving? Nah. That black boy raised by who? His mama. Okay. And so who do we we, we got you know issues? We got issues with so the automatically. Now I'm not I'm not trying to say for the black woman. Automatically y'all have deemed to get a guidance. Y'all have deemed a role model. Y'all are gonna always have, you know what I mean, somewhat of a role model. Nine times out of ten. There's them one mama, you know what I mean? That little ten percent of mamas that go straight, but Nine times out of ten, but the just, mama's just, gonna raise can't, her but daughter. We can't, we can't conflate presence with with goodness. You get what I'm saying? Like we can't say that because she's there. She's you, good. You, you, you can't say she's good, but it's somebody to even look to, even speak to. Like, because that's really why a lot of us fucked up. Really, really, that's really why a lot of us in a bind because of what we saw from that space. Because uh, and, and the thing is, a lot of times. Number one, I, I've always recognized that I was blessed. Cause I had right, my right, yeah, two-parent right? household. You right. know what I mean? So I always recognized I was blessed. So I tried to shy away from speaking on single-parent homes too all because I didn't experience that. Right. You know what I mean? But what I can say that I, just from observing, is that both sides, two things can be true. At this. once, absolutely. Right, because as a black man, a, a, a woman in general, and take the black out of it, a woman can't raise a man. You can't teach a man to be a man. It's not going to happen, right? It's just, it's just no way. Because there's certain certain nuances that I know that I learned from my pops. And not only just my pops. I learned this from my pops' homeboys, right? Mm. You know what I mean? Being no, because I know growing up for me, I was constantly with, with them. Coaches. So when he go around his pop, when he go around his homeboys, I'm with them. They giving me game. So the little nugget I said about a man walks into the room and the first thing he do is speak to the men in the room, right? We don't do that. Like, I was mm. taught, no, you see women in the room, you speak. Hey, I'm such and such. It's not even on no player shit. Right. Just you walk into the room, you see women, the respectful thing to do is speak to the women and then the men. You know what I mean? That's number one. So for me, you know, that's a little thing you don't learn. A, a, a mother can't teach you that. She can't. She teaches you a million different things. 
Mothers can teach you how to love, right? Like, you learn that. But even then, you know what I mean, that's going to be kind of strained. Uh, so that's one part of it. The second part of it, and this is in any single parent household, mother or father being the only one in the household, how much can that mother really teach you as a single mother? Because as a single mother, she's working her ass off. Doing a bunch of different to other keep, things. You know what I mean? To keep you yeah. on. The same way if you're just living with your pops. I'm, I'm, if you're living with your pops, and that's just you and your dad. How much can he really teach you? Because how much is he really around? Because he's out here trying to provide for you, right? And your mom's. So really, you really damn raising yourself. And to me, I think that's more of the issue than anything. Guidance. But, is that, is but, that you, but, you, you, you just raise but, off But of, raising yourself with your who? Who you raising yourself with? What you mean? Like when the mom's going to work and all, who was you raising yourself with? Your homeboys. Yeah. Streets. Like streets. And yeah. that's Tiff why the older they get, that's where they're they con they console. They 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 trust. That's a fair point. That's why that's they they like that's some that's, of them do that's, that. That's, that's what those do. guys yeah. been there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you were like, hungry, he gave them that five. And so that's when actually he, like my I mean? last point to to Ian's question. Like if if I could say three things, I just put them in my phone. It would be identity. So when okay. I talk about mental health, I'm talking about like emotional awareness. Okay. I want black men to be like, damn, I feel away. But I want you to sit with why you feel away. I want you to unpack why you feel that way. You get what I'm saying? And it might take you a minute. But I think for that, no, Jeff? no, and 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 honestly, like, Ooh. fuck, who got to say? You get what I'm saying? Fuck whoever that Is got to say. Girl, and I get it. No, 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 and I understand. And I'm not. That's I'm not, not Tiff, like you said, but it's not me. And I know, understand that women do. So that's when I was talking about either pacifying or castrating. You get what I'm saying? Because I do think that as a whole, we've done a disservice to black men. Because anytime y'all want to stand up and say something, man, shut your ass up. Quit crying. You're supposed to do it. You crying. You get what I'm saying? So when I'm talking about exactly, so I'm talking about emotional awareness. If everybody sat with how they felt about things, unpacked why they feel the way that they feel about things. That gives the space for identity and community. And community is actually my third hmm. point. You get what I'm saying? Like, okay. black men being able to get up and be like, damn, bro. You get what I'm saying? When you said such and such, that shit hurt my feelings. You get what I'm saying? And you probably didn't mean it that way. But just removing, like, the, the stigma and the bias. You get what I'm saying? To, to even be able to say, like, how you feel. I agree with that, too. I Hold, agree. Swear to God, if I have a son, I agree with that. my intent, like, as his mother, is I want him to be emotionally aware about who he is as a person. Because there's kind of the space and the expectation that boys are violent. And men, you get what I'm saying? You you got a friend. You got Black a homegirl that got a son right now. The expectation is for that nigga to go in there and jump off that fucking couch. Yeah. Go out there. You get what I'm saying? Hurt yeah. himself. Tear yourself up. And that's an expectation. And like, mm. I know that's small, but that's kind of how we, it just becomes something else. We expect men to be violent. We expect them not to care about nothing. His room ain't never clean. He nasty. You get what I'm saying? The expectation mm -hmm. for daughters and sons becomes different. Mm -hmm. Like emotional awareness, identity, and community. Like, I really think like if black men just had the space to sit down and communicate and share how they felt about things Damn. instead of feeling like this is not a safe yeah. space. For me to say this, and I think that you know, I, I agree with you 100 on all, all three of those points. Because I, to me, I look at it like what we as, and, and I hate, I really hate generalizing things as black people and saying black people don't do this because I don't know what other cultures do. So, but because of that, I will speak for us and what we do wrong. There's a lot of, well, the men don't do this, 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 and this. 
And then as men, we turn around and say the women don't do X, Y, and Z. And we const- it's a constant back and forth. And it's we're not solution-focused. Yeah, it's never that. It's always what all we're doing is compl- I always say, when people come to me, I always say, don't bring problems to me without any sort of solution. Don't just come to me uh-huh. with... Now, if you come to me with a problem, say, hey, man, look, I'm dealing with X, Y, and Z. This is what I think I should do. What you think? Okay, cool. I can deal with that. We can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But if you come to me and say, man, I'm fucked up, man. Yeah, at this point, yeah. and it stops there. That's it. Yeah, that's the order. Book Nigga, stops. me too. We all are. Fuck it. We but all. is that is that the emotionally aware response? Well, and that's that's and this is ah. the thing. And this is the thing. That's that's. Kind of I think we leave a lot of people in the space to and, figure shit out. And I and I was exaggerating by themselves. And I was exaggerating, but the thing is, is like I I want you. I want people to be solution based. I want yeah for sure. Based. So when I so I don't I don't, I don't just say you come man I'm fucked up and I'm like now I don't do that. I'll say all right so. What's going on? You tell me, cool. So what you thinking? Like, I'll lead you into it. But the reason why I'm leading you into it, because the next time I need you to be solution-based. Absolutely. You, because what happens is if I don't do that, I become one of the things you said. I'm doing what I'm actually pacifying you. Absolutely. Now, every single time you come to me, I'm getting, man, come here, man. Let me tell you what to do, dog. Do X, Y, and Z. Absolutely. And you what know? you could do is, like, honestly, something that I practice, like, with my friends, with my people, with my family, is make it a therapeutic conversation. And you could do that in two questions. Mm-hmm. How can I support you? And what's the solution? Because really, when you go into therapy, your therapist is kind of just bringing out all the tools that's already inside of you. Yeah. Like, what does support look like for you in that? Yeah. I I, I, I tweeted the other day, like, because people, I said, people think therapy is just me coming in, inventing about my problems and going home. And if that's all you're getting out of therapy, you need a new therapist. Like, a real therapist is just giving you tools to deal with the day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. Like, I walk into therapy, I talk to my therapist, and and we just have a conversation. And based off what I tell her in conversation, she asked me, you know, why did I, well, why did you do that? Why did you, did you feel like you do the right thing there? How did that make you feel? Why do you feel that way? Are you upset? I, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've never said that that shit hurt my feelings so many times since I got in therapy. Absolutely. Because she would say like, how did it make you feel? I said, I ain't like that shit. So it hurt your feelings. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's you got to, you got emotionally like, aware, like being, becoming like, yeah. emotionally aware, like. And see, so my thing was, so I grew up in a two-parent household. My dad died when I was 13. Mm -hmm. So my mom was, like, always the basketball coach, always the track coach, Mm -hmm. always in the the sports space. So a lot of that motherly parenting I didn't get. I grew up with a coach. Mm -hmm. So everything, it felt like, like, (laughs) when you dog tired and you doing suicides, that's literally, like, what my childhood felt like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... There wasn't really the space for me to be gentle. You get what I'm saying? Or to be all the things that I guess other little girls get to experience. But when I really like started to go into therapy and I had to like sit with myself and why do I respond to things? And why am I so angry about this? And that the, I think the thing that works best is when my therapist started asking me, so how can I support you? And what's the solution? I really had to think about what the solution looked like for me and how I could come up with a plan. True. Because now, once we come up with this plan, motherfucker, now you got to be accountable and you got to stick with it. And I think that's the part that scares people the most. I think that's what it is. I got to do what I said I was going to do. That's the problem. I think that we didn't come from... And I think, honestly, a lot of of the issues we deal with in our generation is what we came from. We didn't come from spaces that highlighted that. And it's real hard that after 30 plus years, you can do it, you can switch. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You You can become better. But... 
you still you still have thirty years of that shit. Absolutely, kind of ingrained in you. So for fear. Me, yeah, exactly. Because so, our that's really yeah. the space that our parents was raising us from yeah, yeah, out yeah. of a state of fear. Yeah, absolutely. It's always that. You know what I mean? So so for me, um, and on and I forgot what it what the actual verbiage she used was. I remember my therapist told me that you only have two emotions. Mm. And she was like, fear and love. Like those are the only two real and everything else stems from that. Like when you're angry, that comes from fear. Right, like you're embarrassed. That comes from fear. Like mm-hmm. all of the, like all of these things come out of in happiness. That comes from love. Like there's only two real deal emotions that you have: either scared, which is fearful. Now, whatever you're fearful, that's what you're. You know I me mean? again. Uh, if, if you're embarrassed about some shit, you're embarrassed that maybe your friends see it, mm-hmm. and your friends may judge you, and other people, and you have, that, you have yeah. fear of judgment. Yeah, so yeah. now I'm yeah. embarrassed. Or if I'm angry, I'm angry about something. That you did, and I'm angry. Why? And then you just keep going down the line. Yeah. But it's all because you're afraid of whatever that may end up being. And that is emotional awareness, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Uh, absolutely. You broke so, that shit down to the T. So the thing is, is like for us, you know what I mean? I, I hate to say it's almost too late for us, right? You know what I mean? As far as that, we can always become better. But when we speak about black people as a whole, like it's really on us. To instill, like you said, your son. Like you, if you have a son, you want your son to be emotionally aware. You want him to be able to say, "I don't like this. That hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. This bothers I me." I feel, yeah, blank I feel when you do exactly, blank exactly, and being able to do that confidently and not feeling the way when I do so. You know what I mean? Not feeling like I may be, you know, lame. I may be, you know, a bitch for saying this or whatever. Right? Not feeling like the word I use earlier. Feel like I'm bitching. You know what right. I mean? When I say something, I say this confidently and I feel like it's going to be, because that's the other half of it. It's feeling like after you, I tell you I feel like this when you do this, you accept that. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Because, shit, we damn sure wasn't telling that to our parents. Yeah. I feel like blah, blah, blah. I feel like you shut the fuck up. Like, that's, that's yeah. what we was getting. You know what I mean? Like, those are things we were getting back from my parents growing up. So, honestly, for us, you know, going forward, it's going to really be on us to kind of really flip that switch. It's always been on us. And it's going to be, and then once we get old and we die, then it's going to be on our kids and their kids. And I think that... I feel like we're the first, honestly, emotionally intelligent generation. Absolutely. Because our parents and our grandparents really didn't have the space to feel. And it makes sense why people were so angry. It makes sense why, you know what I'm saying? Like, families don't even, you know what I'm saying? Because now they old. And yeah. now they don't wore each other out, and they don't even want to deal with each other yeah. like that no more. So they ain't even linking up for the holidays no more because yeah. they emotionally exhausted. You get what I'm saying? So now it's kind of like, like you said, we are the ones that have to be the change. We are emotionally aware. Yeah. We are going to therapy. We are recognizing that the way that we were raised, a lot of the things that were said to us, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, shit was not cool. And I really hate. You know what I'm saying? The space when people start to say, I grew up fine. Yeah. Now somebody lying because damn near motherfucker, I know they go to therapy, going to therapy because of something that happened in their childhood. So t- you really did not grow up okay. Yeah. You just yeah, conditioned nah. to believe you dealt that with shit it. cool. You compartmentalize yeah. it. You put it in the box, stuck it in the back of the closet, and you said, Fuck And then when someone says something to you, that raging nine year old, mm-hmm. that trigger point comes out. <laughs> And you know what I think a lot of this shit was? I think they kind of made it somewhat normalist back then because somebody else was going through the cousin or friend or like. So you felt like. And we say things like it could always be worse. 
Yes. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, damn, you show to your feelings and how you feel thinking somebody else's situation is like, well, my situation better than and also, like, maybe the and shit I'm going and, through. Yeah, and also I feel like that might be the perk of social media. Mm. That's a good thing about that social media. That is one of the pros of social media. Because now you see... It, it, it could be anything, right? How many times have we seen that same damn little bedspread? It's like burgundy and green. You know what I'm talking about? The little gold and that little. Like we said, God damn, we all had that same shit. We all cousins. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. uh, or the little picture. Your mama got apples in the kitchen too? Yeah, damn, cuz. My mama had grapes. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, so we have all these things that familiarize each other with things. So, and the same thing with these feelings and emotions and. and and experiences, right? Like, damn, you dealt with that shit too. So that's the positive in social media. Yeah, for like, sure. Because now you do kind of get that community spoke about. Like, damn, we all dealt with this shit. Like, we all, you know, we we all felt this way. A lot. It's a lot of things that come out of. We say, damn, like, I saw that shit too. Like, I thought that was just me, but it wasn't. And now it becomes easier to talk about and discuss it. It built community because you know, now it, we have we have common experiences. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, to me, it's to me, it's two part. It's twofold. You know, one, yes, the discussion needs to be had, right? Mm-hmm. Like being able to fully verbalize what you're dealing with and going through. But the second part is, and to me the most important part, is that acceptance of it, right? Like what's mm-hmm. the reaction? Because the reaction is always going to be, you know, what dictates what happens next. You know what I mean? The whole thing when they say the second person always is one to get caught. Same concept, right? Yeah. Like what happens next? I'm going to tell you all these things. What happens next is going to dictate literally everything. I can say, hey, yo, fuck you. And you can right, and walk off, right? And it's cool. But I can say, fuck you. You pull out a scrap and kill me. Now everything's going, you know what I mean? Like, one another what happened next is always going to dictate fully where this shit goes. Yeah, how for I respond, sure. How I react. You know, so, so to me, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, we went down the rabbit hole of all this, you know what I mean? Um, you know, even sending back that child because, again, that's where it takes you. Yeah, like why we view all of these things the way we view things, why we view relationships the way we view them, why we view you know two hundred fucking dollar dates and all that shit. Yeah, like why all this shit you know, is a back thing. Back. It yeah. all goes back to how we grew up, what we saw, what we're used to. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And then and because those things frame our expectations and, and the kind of shit that you know we feel like we're. Mm. Um, I don't want to say old, but you know that's what we deserve. You know what, boo? Like, and I think another part is, it's almost like everybody is sitting at this really big table, right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm sitting, you know what I'm saying, at the, the left table, the left side of the table, in the center seat, the room looks totally different yep. to the person that's sitting on the other side of the table. Mm-hmm. Like, change seats. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, look at it from somebody else's perspective. I think we get so caught up in how the room looks from where we sit. That we can't see it anybody else's way. And I think that that's kind of like that, that kind of like conflates, like how we look at things, how we respond to things. And we get so caught up in how things look from our perspective that we don't even really know how to respond. And when we do, yeah, it's only from where I'm sitting at. Yeah, exactly. I don't give a fuck about your side. Yeah, and, and, the part, <laughs> and, and the part of your side that I want to view is whatever is beneficial. I don't want to hear anything that you're saying that doesn't benefit me. Like all these, Great. all these different viewpoints cool yeah yeah i'm here and i'm listening to all of it too you say some shit i don't like because we listen and we listening to respond we're not listening to really understand each other like as humans and understand you say everybody got some shit everybody got some shit Everybody oh, has literally gone yeah everybody got some little twisted shit in their mind i think like everybody fool i think like i think like me actually 
like having psychology, I have normal psychology as a major, you know what I mean? Going through, you know, college or whatnot. Like I said, I already got I got all the way up to my senior seminar. That's when I went to the hall. I had to book it, get the money. <laughs> but um, I, th- I think actually even taking these classes to help me comes to terms to understand a lot about people. A lot of reasons I don't think why they did it. I try to tap into them and see what made them do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think people look at terms from different space. You know what I mean? Whether you're looking at somebody and seeing why they're acting out or like, damn, I wouldn't have did that. Let's think of what type of desperation and what type of measures would put them in that position to do this. It's always a route to something. You get what I'm saying? saying. It's going to take us somewhere. Right. Yeah. It's like I always say when we talk about like all that COVID shit and all this other shit, even like the Kyrie shit, all that shit and say, why does all this happen? And my pops was always telling me, just follow the money. Right, so a lot of reason why a lot of things happen business wise or whatever is always rooted in money. Yeah, and you go, you follow the money, you get down to the bottom of it, you say, oh, that's why. Exactly. You know, you know this whole, you know, they talk about even you know pre COVID, you know, all these damn people went exactly. and, they, and they bought fucking you know stocks, everything. stocks and fucking uh, telecommunications. Not they knew. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's always going to be a route to something. Mm-hmm. Just finding, Hell yeah, it. and it's giving enough of a fuck to go find. It. That's the other part. Right. A lot of folks don't give enough a fuck to find out why. They nah, don't care they about don't care. why. That's the problem. They yeah, they don't give a fuck. So, I think that's a good space, though. Yeah. Like, ask questions. Yeah. Don't stop asking questions. Give real answers. Behind every why is another why. Yeah. Hmm. A bunch of them big ass wise too. <laughs> Uppercase Y, lowercase Y. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, this nigga's a menace. It's all the fucking wise. <laughs> a lot of wise. All these fucking wise. Oh, you fucking wise. It's, it's like a three-year-old. I've had a three-year-old when they learn why. Listen. Oh, my God. Every question. Nuts. Crazy. Be that three-year-old. Tap back into that. Just ask why. Keep asking why. Yeah. God did. That's my answer. Okay. Very good. Better because only blame me is Boop did. So I'm cool with oh, that. Oh, this man here. No, God, you blame me a lot. That's what, you know, one day we're going to get a therapist coming here. We're going to discuss. Now, that would be dope. Like, yeah. Why you like to highlight, you know. I mean, well, not not for you, Ian. I'm just saying, just no, have no, a therapist no, on the talk. podcast. No, no, just let him talk. A lot of times, if you just let him talk, he just he 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 does it to himself. But go ahead, I, keep I do not, I do not He just spirals out of control. No, he does. He's like a train wreck sometimes. See, see all these finger pointing. You know, no, it's not finger pointing. I'm saying not not from you. Oh, okay. Let's Only be clear. Me. Let's Maybe, be crystal clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm Hell sorry. Nah. Yeah, you know, see, see, if you notice the attacks. That, that Ian, you know what I mean? Like it, it bothers me a lot. It hurts my feelings. Oh, wow. It hurts your feelings very good. Is. Thank you for sharing that with us. How can we support you through that? I think that? that you know, just just sometimes I, I just want to be heard. Okay. And, and not judged by what I see. Okay. Or so Ian, may have done. what's the solution? Look, at, we put full of bullshit. Okay, Ian. Uh, it was that the emotionally aware response? I don't think. I so. mean, I can say that. But if we're going on turns, who's the last person to be physically at okay. aggressive turns? Well, that'll probably be him. Ian, you're deflecting. You're not answering Am the I? question. You are. Okay, what, what do you need now? What, do you need? <laughs> what does he need? What does he need support in? He said he needed support. He'd like to be heard. Oh, it hurt he- his feelings. And I asked you what was the solution. And you deflected. You took us a whole NC. Mm-hmm. It's going to, you have to practice. I encourage you to practice. Practice with. The practice same, with your peers. Yeah, the same way you practice that little jump shot of yours, buddy. You get out there and you practice listening, huh? Practice that. Reflective listening. Reflective. What I heard you say, boob, was that it hurts your feelings. Yeah, he had a double back and ask you. Because he, he was, he was ready. He was ready to what respond before is, he was ready to what resolve. Is, what I heard you said, you slapped little buddy in the car. I didn't say that. Yeah, you I, did. You I, said I, you was in the car. I never told you. 
He did admit to a Disney tip earlier, didn't he? What's wrong? What did yes, he say? Now, see how I get in? You see how I get thrown in the stuff? We, 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 I need it. We'll hit the pod later. Untitled will tell it all. Title mm. never lies. Mm. I also know why we actually I don't know. We just kept talking about aggression and stuff, and I was just like, "Man, I'm like Snoop. You like kind of like Tupac, or, or you kind of like, you know what I mean?" Well, I think that probably depends. Yeah, I'm on. like the Snoop. Like, all I want to do is over here smoke my herb. And chill. All right, so that was episode <laughs> eighty-seven. <laughs> I'm not running oh, around uh, stressing West Side to just in the corner Yikes. chilling, rolling up. You, you feel know what me? Hey, but somebody got to do it. You was over on the east side. For, anyway, so, man, that was episode <laughs> Go Blue Jackets. Yeah, yeah. Go Blue Jackets. Jackets. Perpetrating the fraud. There go. It's all good. Yeah, west side, nigga. Don't worry hey, about man. it. We'll see you at the meeting, plug. That's know? all right. Hybrid. Yeah, man. So, I would like to say thank you to Tip for coming out. Tip, anything? Y'all first welcome. Of all, first of all, Tip, anything you want to leave the people? Because last time. Absolutely. Last time. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the floor is yours. Last time, what did I tell y'all? Be Don't right, be a real nigga today. This time, like I just really want us to just do a better job of being emotionally aware. Like in mm. your in your social group, start practicing asking people like, "How can I support you?" and "What's the solution?" And I think we'll all be better for it. And that's all I got. Anything else? I'm gonna charge y'all. Talk about it. <laughs> there it is. Jonesy, anything for the people? Because I care about how you feel and what you have to say. Um, well, well, what you do is, you know, you're being manipulated by others, you know, and friends in front of friends. But right, just stay a course. It. You talk know, you just be, be you. You know, just kind of let it just drip down your back. You know what yeah. I mean? There's one thing about it. Two things for sure. Hey, God sees everything, man. But, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let Vu, like, go ahead and finish on this. But I, like I said, I don't like how he attacked me at the end right there. I, I felt so a certain type sad. of way. Podcast is over now. You ain't too late for that. All right. I'll be back on the next one. Sorry. It's cool. There's, to, there's space to talk about your feelings, though, no, Ian. Ian's always space. You sure, you sure, buddy? He's shutting down. Yeah, he is. He does. He does. It's his thing. He kind of shuts down. See. You know, he doesn't really come from a place. That's all right. I got, I got something for all that shit next episode. Oh, okay, well, okay. Lord. He's triggered. No, 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 okay, no, 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 no. There's that blue jacket. Oh, I, I, I see where we're going. I see where we're going with this. There's that blue jacket. Okay. There's that in her blue jacket it's coming okay. out. Whoa. I, I see where we're going. Whoa, calm going. down, buddy. Whoa, whoa, whoa killer. Whoa, whoa. Fuck y'all, Yeah, man. So, uh, damn, you threw me off a little bit, man. It's I got nervous. You scared me. You scared me there, fella. Sorry. Yeah, man. Episode 87. I believe I'm inside the podcast, man. Appreciate everybody fucking with you for the first time, last time, whatever time. It's always love on this side. You already know. If you fuck with us, fuck with us. If you don't, don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. Auntie Pearlie told you best, man. So, again, um, peace and blessings, love and light. All that good shit, man. You already know. Until next time, yes, sir. Yep. The game the most. Took me out the streets to G foes and boats. I've been doing this. I don't brag about it. Nigga, 2015, I was having the most. Now it's 2019, and I'm having some more. I was trying to make it shake. You was chasing the hoe. When I touch down P, you know I'm making it slow. Make a nigga relocate the trap for sure. I'm still at it. Yeah. Man, check.
to my last, still thought like this. I went from ravioli to $200 plates. Now my rubber band, 1200 Cartier. Never show your hand, just do what you say. It's the reason why I'm still respected in the game. Still in the It's the Untitled Podcast.